Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces all tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to Jersey Shore, Thompson Street Stadium, and welcome to the Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North Fort Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's War. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Dave Hess. Tonight on Eagle 107, the 7-4 Seals Grove Seals take on the 8-3 Jersey Shore Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are coming off their 72-25 win last week versus the Shikalemi Braves, while the Seals easily got by Midwest 48-6. As I bring Dave into the conversation, the Seals are looking to avenge a disappointing loss to the Bulldogs back in Week 2 when the Seals were shut out 36 to nothing. Since that Week 2 loss, the Seals have gone 6-2 behind a tremendously disrupted defense. The Seals' defense will be tested once again by a dual-threat quarterback in Tanner Larson. Larson is an impressive senior quarterback who's thrown for almost 2,400 yards and rushed for 839, and he has accounted for 41 touchdowns for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in the 2019 season. That's a lot of touchdowns, and that is that is a senior quarterback who really does have his act together. And I'm telling you, if, if, if this is my team, my approach this week is to absolutely eliminate Tanner Lorson's success in that offense. Just eliminate it. Uh, get pads on him when he's throwing the ball. Get pads on when he's passing the ball, or excuse me, when he's running the ball. And and gang tackle him. And I, I think I, I, I'd try to pop that ball loose and take the ball from him. But my number one job at this for my defense this week is to eliminate Tanner Larson. A lot of times when you talk about even if he gets rid of it and you're there making your presence felt on hits, tackles, on continued tackles, finishing tackles, you got to try to wear down this kid because you know he is the factor that makes this Jersey Shore Bulldog team go. So all those things have to happen tonight. And I think this team has improved since week two that you're going to feel that here tonight. And that's those finishing those tackles, getting those hits on them, making sure he's feeling you from the first snap of the game. Absolutely. And and motivation tonight is should not be an issue for the Seal and Grove Seals. After what happened last time they were here, they have a whole lot to make up for. And and I think that the, I think their heads are going to be in the right place. Now, on the offensive side for the Seal and Grove Seals, they dominated the Midwest Mustangs a week ago as they went for 290 yards rushing while averaging 8.1 yards per carry, including a record-setting 99-yard touchdown run by senior Dean Hollenbach. Senior Hollenbach would finish the game with a team-high 165 yards on 11 carries and three touchdowns. The Seals would need that type of production again tonight if they hope to pull off the upset here and win district title. You're exactly right. And and we do have the horses. Dean Hollenbach last week was a man possessed. That 99-yard run from scrimmage he had, the last time that was done was right here. Oh, wow, check that out. In Thompson Street Stadium, right down to my left, when Andy Sanchez ran at 99 yards for the win that night. But I'll tell you what, when you have a horse like Dean Hollenbach 
and a horse like Nate Schoen, you ride your horse, man. To hand that kid the ball and turn him loose. That's where we are with that offense. And we know the defense has improved. And then the rushing attack, as we've seen uh, lately with Dean Hollenbach and then also with uh, Nate Schoen, like you mentioned, and keys here tonight, obviously, for the Seals Grove Seals as they try to, to get the upset here over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Now, the Jersey Shore defense has been impressive all season, holding seven of their 11 opponents to less than two touchdowns. They have 2.7 tackles for loss per game, 22 sacks. 14 interception, and what's unique about the defense is how they go with that 5-2, and it's been something that has disrupted and been a stressful thing for Seals Grove to deal with. And with the with the offense, they know got to got to deal with that rushing attack. Talk to us about what that 5-2 defense does and how Seals Grove is going to have to try to manage that here tonight. Well, the 5-2 defense, is that's as old as Hills. I mean, they, we ran that when I was in high school back in the 70s. They were running the 5-2 back in the 60s at Seals Grove, as far back as I can remember. But so it's it's you're not you're not solving any any uh, any huge puzzles when you're when you're playing against it. What Jersey Shore does well though is they're very active. They're very athletic up front. They're very quick, and they're very active. A lot of movement, a, a lot of blitzes, a lot of pre-snap movement, a lot of post-snap movement. So it's it's hard to get pads on those guys. And Jersey Shore really they're very quick. They're athletic. Their defense has a nose for a nose for the ball, and and they play hungry. At least when I've seen them this year, they play like they're hungry, and they they're looking for a win all the time. So that's a it's a formidable uh, defense to, to to play against. And what the Seals will look to do, gain some traction against this defense, because in that Week 2 matchup here at Thompson Street Stadium, Seals Grove end up with one first down, nine yards rushing, and 40 yards passing. Again, they were shut out. 36 to nothing. It's become a familiar matchup in district playoff. It's the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and the Sealers Grove Seals. We have a lot more to cover between these two games as we get ready for the 2019 District 4 4A title game. We'll hear from head coach Derek Hicks. We'll also talk more about the Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And finally, we'll get Dave's what's going to seal the deal for victory for the Seals. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sudbury Motors on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Now is the time to come in and talk to me. Hi, I'm Courtney from Aaron's. There's great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery. And guess what? Flexible payments and easy pay. And I, Courtney, invite you to visit our new location at 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove. Or don't forget to visit at Aaron's.com. Hope to see ya. Here's Kyle from WNL Subaru to introduce the new draft picks for the impressive 2020 Subaru lineup. Check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models. They offer a new rugged and sporty design and upgraded technology with 11 inches of touchscreen control. Come explore the 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models today at WNL Subaru in Northumberland. Drive like a champion with a new Subaru from WNL. Find us online at WNLSubaru.com. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. 
Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Eagle 107. And 46 matchups. Seals Grove leads the all-time series 39 wins to 7 losses. The two teams have played each other twice in each of the last six seasons. Seals Grove ended shore season 2014 and 2015 and 17, while the opposite happened in 2013, 2016, and 2018. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company, your own Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien along with Dave Hess and Zach Shower, our producer, Sean Carey, back at the studio, getting ready for the title game here in District 4 between the Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Jersey Shore comes in 8-3 under head coach Tom Gravish, career record 55-38 and in his eighth year at Jersey Shore. What's impressive about that as well, his first year, his team went 0-10. He's really turned around the program here at Jersey Shore, and they've had competitive season since that 0-10 season for Tom Gravish. For Seals Grove Seals, 6-3 on the season. Excuse me. Seals Grove Seals 7-4 and four on this season under head coach Derek Hicks. His fifth year, 42-20 and 20 on the season for Derek Hicks. Take a look how these teams have gotten here. First for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, they started the season with a win over Belfont. Impressive 20-point win, 55-35. to 35. They backed that up with a win over Seals Grove, 36 nothing. Then they went to Montoursville and Mount Carmel, back-to-back losses. They lost 49-12 to Montoursville before falling to Mount Carmel, 34-18. Then they beat Schick at home, 39-8. They traveled to Shemokin, took on the Indians, and put away the Indians, 35-14. Then they took on Southern. They lost to Southern at home, 56-14. They had back-to-back road games. They beat Lewisburg, 47-21, before shutting out Ball Eagle area, 42 nothing, and then they had home games, back-to-back home games, where they beat Central Mountain 54 to 13 before beating Schick a week ago in the semifinal game, 72 to 25. One thing we talked about, Dave, on the way up was, you know, the probably the most impressive win for Jersey Shore all season. Going back to week two, when they were able to shut out the Seals Grove team 36-0 and really never let Seals Grove get in that game, that's probably their most impressive win for them. And then outside of that, maybe their win against the Lewisburg Green Dragons when they put up 47 points. But they've had a good season, obviously, but week two was an impressive win for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. I think that week two was their most impressive win against Seals Grove because the, the teams that they, uh, they lost to are all very good football teams, but... The teams they beat were mostly middle-of-the-road teams, but uh, Seals Grove seemed to be the highlight of that group. Take a look at Seals Grove, how they've gotten to this point on the season. They started out with a win as well when they beat Lewisburg 28-8 to before falling to Jersey Shore in a game we mentioned in Week 2, 36-0. Seals Grove lost to Southern Columbia. They got shut out 76-0 before beating Schick 37-6. They lost to Berwick, and we still think that was a big momentum boost for this defense for Seals Grove, where they went up to Berwick and played very well, led in that game 7-6 before falling 23-6. to 
seven. Then Seals Grove went on the run. They beat Lewis Sock at home, put up 30 points, and beaten the Lancers 30-13. They beat Shemokin at Shemokin. Their only shutout on the season where they won 27-0 over the Shemokin Indians. They beat Central Mountain at home 38-21. They beat Danville 20-16 before falling to Montoursville to finish out the regular season 17-0. But again, they beat Midwest a week ago 48-6. And one thing we talked about again, Dave, the most complete game was a week ago. And if you're going to have a most complete game, you like to have it going into playoff action. And they got that from the Seals last week where they beat Midwest easily behind Dean Hollenbach going for three touchdowns and 165 yards on 11 carries. So nice, complete effort from the Seals a week ago over the Mustangs. Right, offense, defense, special teams—they they were they were to, they they put it together the whole way across the board last week, and I agree. Dean Hollenbach looked spectacular last week. What what a night he had! Again, we have so much more to talk about. Both teams out on the field at Thompson Street Stadium, going through their pregame warmups. It's the title game here for the Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Step aside, come back. So much more to cover as we get ready for this big matchup. It's Seals. And the Bulldogs here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. For new- nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855 or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Employee Pricing Plus at the Black Friday sales event. We are closing out 2019 inventory with Employee Pricing Plus prices on most models. Mark, Employee Pricing Plus on new 2019 Jeep Cherokee Limited is over $6,400 off MSRP. And Grand Cherokee Altitudes are over $4,300 off MSRP. You don't have to be an employee to get Employee Pricing Plus at the Black Friday sales event. Come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury today or call 570-980-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. We We are Eagle 107. The Seals dropped a week four contest to Milton 48-14 in a game Sunday to the week two game against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. What was expected to be a close game turned out to be a disappointing mercy rule blowout in which the Seals offense only had three first downs and couldn't stop Milton attack all night. 
In the rematch in district playoffs, the Seals defense dominated Milton, holding the Black Panthers just 130 yards and did just enough offensively to come through with a 19-3 win to avenge the Week 4 loss to the Milton Black Panthers. Welcome back to Seals game day here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Again, teams going through pregame warm-ups. It's chilly tonight. Last day, look, 29 degrees. No win, though, but the field is in it. Uh, what would you say, manageable shape when you're thinking week 12, a high school football season, for those that don't know, it's a grass field, and it's gone through many, many years of a lot of football. So it's hanging in out there, but maybe the cold weather helps some because it doesn't necessarily look muddy as much as it just looks chopped up and frozen here at Thompson Street Stadium. Both teams are going to have to keep their feet. We've seen the turf tear up a little bit underneath their feet, Dave. So what's the conversation with your players to try to mentally not get yourself so caught up in the field conditions here tonight? Well, just concentrate on your game. Uh, be, be focused on what you have to do as a player. <laughs> there are some coaching things you can do with uh, you know, in, in terms of getting ready for a, a muddy field. I mean, you put your you put your mud cleats in. Uh, you, you shorten your steps up a little bit uh, when you're coming off the ball. But other than that, it's just you play football and, and focus on getting the win. You realize both teams are going to be dealing with the exact same conditions, so you can't too can't get yourself too caught up on the mental side of things. And just like you're saying, let's just go out and play. Let's make some things happen, and it won't be a factor whatsoever. In the last five games, first four, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 4-1, and 2-1 at home. On the road, 2-0. They put up 44.4 points per game in their last five games while giving up 23 points. They have 12 tackles for loss, 13 sacks, 6 interceptions, and 8 fumble recoveries in the last five games for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. For the Seals Grove Seals in their last five games, 4-1. 4-1 at home, 1-1 on the road. They put up 26.6 points per game in the last five games while giving up less than 12 points per game. They've, they've had 30 tackles for loss at six t- tackles for loss per game, seven sacks, ten interceptions, and six fumble recoveries for the Seals Grove Seals in their last five games. Both teams are in prime spot to try to get a title here. Both have played well in the last five games. Couldn't be a better matchup for the 4A championship game here tonight. That's right, and the Seals, the Seals defensive numbers look terrific coming in, like, like you just got done saying. They, they, they tackled the ball for a loss 30 times in five games. That's impressive. Seven sacks, 16 turnovers. Amazing. That Those are good numbers. And they're going to try to use all of that here tonight. And as you talked about, Dave, already, and we'll hear from you when you talk about what's going to seal the dig, seal the victory for the Seals Grove Seals, and that's about getting into the backfield, disrupting things, getting those tackles for losses, and doing all those kinds of things, not allowing the explosive Tanner Lorson to get started. You know he's the number one factor in what happens here tonight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So Seals Grove will try to increase on those numbers for tackles for loss and obviously trying to get to them for sacks as well you talk about their defensive numbers as well and they've had 14 sacks showers has three of those tackles for loss 64 on the season shown has 16 almond has 14 and their interceptions 14 on the season now with nylon leading the way with five Antique Hoover has four in tackles. Right on at 9.5 tackles per game. Hoover comes in at second with 7.7. We knew Ryan Allman had this potential coming on 
uh, in his junior year. But you have not been more impressed by anybody else defensive side than you have with Ryan Allman. He, I think he's my favorite defensive player right now. What Teague Hoover runs like a, I shouldn't say favorite. I love them all. <laughs> yeah. I love every one of those guys. They're all amazing. <laughs> but but Almond is playing exceptionally well right now. He he is like a, a, a man on fire when he's out there. His intensity level is just off the charts, and his his toughness is what really impresses me. First of all, he stretched around out there like he owns the place, which I love. He's got that swagger, the old seal swagger. Nothing's in his head except who he can destroy next, which is, I, again, I love that out of the kid. But uh, I, I love his intensity, and, and I love his, his willingness to, to get down and dirty and go to the ball and, and punish people and, and cough that ball up and tackle the ball for losses. He has become an outstanding linebacker this year. And we'll see how much of a factor he can be here tonight for the Sealands Grove defense as Sealands Grove trying to avenge a week two loss to these Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Hey, also, we keep an eye on a game all night long. We call it the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. Features the 10-1 Montoursville Warriors taking on the 7-4 Warrior Run defenders as Warrior Run look to get the upset against a very good Montoursville Warrior team. We saw Montoursville back in Week 10. They shut out Seals Grove 17-0, but Seals Grove defense, again, played very well against a very good team in the Montoursville Warriors. I can't say it enough. we got a lot still to cover. Dave and I will go back and forth. Plus, we'll hear from headman Derek Hicks, and we're going to finally wrap things up as we get ready to find out what's going to seal the deal for victory for the Sealand Grove Seals. But right now, we're going to send it back to Sean Carey at the studio as uh, Sean uh, whips it around with some games that we'll keep an eye on throughout the night. We're in playoff action. Sean. What are those games we'll be keeping an eye on? All right, Pat and Coach, thanks so much. You guys were talking about the wind a couple of moments ago. Uh, checking the AccuWeather for Lecumming County in the Jersey Shore area in the past hour. Winds are out of the northwest at 7 miles an hour, gusting to 12 miles an hour. So that'll be interesting as the game rolls along tonight if uh, special teams and the field goal units come out into play. Kickoff temperature tonight at 7 will be 29 degrees and heading down to 25 by the end of the evening tonight as everybody gets back in their cars leaving Thompson Street Stadium and Cruising back out to Allegheny Street and over to Route 220 and down to 15, heading back into Seawinds Grove tonight. Actually, checking our AccuWeather uh, for across the central Susquehanna Valley. Could be breaking a record low temperature tonight, down to 18 by daybreak, uh, breaking a record that's been in the books since 1973. Quite a few scores we'll be checking out here across the central Susquehanna Valley uh, here tonight uh, with the playoff action underway. Uh, we'll have scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. One game that we're going to pay close attention to as well. Uh, that has ramifications with uh, this game this evening. Uh, the winner of this evening's District 4 Quad A Championship game will advance to states next week. That opponent will be going up against either Upper Moreland or Bishop Shanahan. That's the District 1 Class Quad A Championship. That game will be kicking off in less than an hour tonight at Bishop Shanahan. The District 4 AAA semifinals. Uh, Pat mentioned a few moments ago Warrior Run traveling to number one Montoursville this evening. Warrior Run in their 61-year history of high school football hosted their first ever game last week and knocked out Lewisburg 28 to 7 and tonight they take on number one Montoursville in the other AAA semifinal, it'll be Central Columbia at number two Loyal Sock. The District 4 AA, uh, the District 4 AA uh, semifinals, they'll be going on uh, tomorrow night with Mount Carmel 
heading up the northern tier to take on number two seed Troy. And number one Southern Columbia will entertain number five seed North Penn Mansfield, which upset, which upset Wellsboro last Friday night. They actually played each other two weeks ago to wrap up the regular season. Wellsboro won that game, and then North Penn Mansfield got their payback last Friday night to advance into the double-A semifinals tomorrow night, going up against number one Southern Columbia, number one in the state in double-A. Also, there is a rematch tonight in the District 4 single-A championship as Muncie is at number one Canton. We'll have those updates all night long at Eagle107.com and when we're finished this evening uh, from Jersey Shore, we'll have Sunbury Motors game night scores and highlights here from across the valley. We'll take a time out now, then after that we'll head back to Thompson Street Stadium, continue Seals game day driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Mix and match your favorite two-for-four-dollar super snack with cheeseburger, small sundae, pretzel sticks with zesty queso, and soft drink. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Veterans Day sale at Blaze Alexander Ford. We've got over 150 new vehicles that must go. Looking for a new 2020 Ford Explorer? We've got over 30 with discounts up to eight grand. How about a Ford Escape? We've got discounts up to $9,000 on those and over 20 2020s in stock. Looking for a 4x4 truck? We've got over 100 F-150 and F-250s with discounts up to $14,000. All retired and active military will get special bonuses from Blaze Alexander Ford and Ford Motor Company. As a thank you for your service, Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg, the lowest price guaranteed. Period. Now what are you doing? Can't you smell that? Uh, do I want to? The cold Stony Hill Tree Farm fresh cut Christmas tree smell. Oh man, I can't wait to cut down my tree, have that fresh cut tree smell in the house. You slow down, you're going to hurt yourself. Don't worry, I got this. But you can help me clean out the car. What for? Ornaments. It'll soon be time for the ugly ornament sale. We need all the room we can get. Maybe I better find our luggage carrier that goes on the roof. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, your stop for all things Christmas. Mexico Road in Milton. Shop hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. through December 23rd. Find them on Facebook or Cole'sStonyHill.com. Eagle 107. Tonight after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107 in the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Jersey Shore heading back to the locker room. It'll return here shortly as we get ready again for the District 4 Quad A championship game between the Seals Grove Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seeing Kyle Rule warming up, kicking. He was a big factor a year ago. He kicked a 35-yard field goal to send the game in overtime. What a classic that was a year ago. Sealand's Grove looked like they were going to come up empty and lose in a regular regular, uh, time frame, but it ended up going in overtime. Sealand's Grove recovered a fumble. Blaze Ziders recovered the fumble, was able to get the ball back. Sealand's Grove worked it down into 
uh, Jersey Shore territory. They thought the game was over as Danny Shock went to drop back, went to throw, and they thought it was a fumble, thought the game was over, but actually ended up being incomplete. Jersey Shore came on the field, the football team, the the coaches, everybody. They ended up getting an unsportsmanlike penalty and allow Kyle Rule to kick a 35-yard field goal to tie the game, send it overtime. Seals Grove would end up coming up short as the Jersey Shore Bulldogs would kick a field goal to win it in overtime. That was just one year ago. So there's been a lot of classic games between these two teams. Taking a look at the numbers first for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs on the offensive side, 422.3 yards per game, 205 on the ground, 217 through the air. They've scored 60 touchdowns, 35 on the ground, 25 through the air. They're averaging 38.5 points per game. And turnovers, 17 turnovers, eight fumbles, nine interceptions, and they've had 10 rushing over 100 yards on the season, 10 times on the season. Good numbers for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Their yards per reception, 14.6. For the Seals Grove Seals, the number has gone up. Their total offense, 217.9, 124.5 on the ground, 93.36 through the air. 31 touchdowns, 20 rush and 11 pass. They're averaging 21.6 points per game. Turnovers, just 12 on the season. Seven fumbles, five interceptions. Their third down conversion has continued to be an issue for the Seals Grove Seals, only averaging 24.7% on third down, 61.5 on fourth down. So those are numbers that will look to improve here for the Seals Grove Seals. We talked about Kyle Rule on the season is PATs 24 for 29 and the field goals 3 for 7 as long of 38 yards. Metzger's been a star and I'll I'll just stop it there Dave. Metzger averaging 37.5 yards per punt and he's had a 68 yard punt on the season as well. We've watched this young man Wyatt Metzger develop into a punter that's become a huge factor for the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah he's not only is he a heck of an offensive and defensive football player but he does. He does an excellent job of punting for the seals. And he was funny when I when I talked to him a couple weeks ago about about what he does to prepare. He says, "Really, not really much. You know, I just I kind of kick. You know, he has he has that feel though, Pat. He's he he can lay it inside the twenty. Sometimes pop it down inside the five. And when he needs to put one out there and send it sixty yards, he'll do it. And what he does as well is nice and high forces fair catch calls. Tremendous amount of those as well for what we feel." will be the all-conference punter for the Seals, Grove Seals, Wyatt Metzger, and he'll be a big factor here tonight. Obviously, he plays linebacker and tight end, and that was one thing we said. Love to see him be a big factor here tonight from the go-to guy to pick up those tough first downs, pick up those five yards when you need four to continue drives. That was a guy that you start on the way up and said he could be a big factor here tonight. Absolutely. He's I, I, you describe a young man like him as as money in the bank. It's something that you could. He, he's a guy you can always count on, because he's going to make the tough catch. He's he's going to make the tough tackle defensively. You know, he, he's one of those kids. He's got the competitive edge. He's smart. He's very smart, and uh, and he's one of those guys who can physically. He performs. And I honestly, if if I were picking an an, an all time seals team, he would be right at the top of my list because he's just a guy 
who can get it done, and you can count on him to get it done. And he's made the move to outside linebacker, inside linebacker, and what an adjustment that's been for the yeah. Seals defense. Brandon Ohio has played on the outside, and that's part of what's different here in Week 12 than it was in Week 2. Speaking of uh, some adjustments and what's different, we're going to hear from head coach Derek Hicks. Dave was able to get down on the field prior to coming up in the booth, so we'll get the up-to-minute perspective from the head coach Derek Hicks as he gets his Seals Grow Seals ready for a title opportunity here at Thompson Street Stadium. Take a break, and we are from the head coach. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes. Because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football. No matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, Weaver'sTires.com, and on Facebook. Watto Chiropractic. We provide care for your injuries and back pain that doesn't use drugs and avoids the risks of surgery. Hi, this is Dr. Watto. If you're suffering, call us. The sooner you begin care, the sooner you can get relief. We'll help you recover naturally. Call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600 or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees Apply. This is Eagle 107. Game day on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Don't forget, you can listen to tonight's game on our Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. You can download it now from either Google Play or the Apple Podcast app. Search Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation and then tap Eagle 107 for tonight's Seawinds Grove Seals football game. Sean Carey with you in studio. We're less than half an hour away from the District 4 Quad A title tilt between Seawinds Grove and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. All right, so we're going to step into the Wayback Machine and look back at some of the district playoff history. Going back to 2000, the Seals have a 28-5 and record in district playoff games. In those 19 years, the Seals have made the district playoffs 17 times and have won the district championship an impressive 12 times. Five losses were in 2003 versus Shemokin, 2010 versus Shikalemi, and in 2012, 2016, and last year. 
versus the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And tonight, the Seals looking to bring home more hardware back to Snyder County and another Quad A championship. This will be their second Quad A championship. All the rest were AAA. We'll take a quick timeout, and when we return, we'll have our weekly conversation with the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as he chats with our very own Dave Hess. As we continue Seals game day on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com, driven by Sunbury Motors. You know fall is the perfect time to take a day trip to visit the many local and New York wineries, breweries, sporting events, and much more. And the professional chauffeurs at Central PA Limousine and Car Service will help make it a day to remember. Choose from their fleet of luxury sedans, custom-built limousines, or shuttle vehicles that can seat up to 27 passengers. Like Seal and Grove football, experience excellence in motion with Central PA Limousine and Car Service. For details, call Central PA Limousine and Car Service at 570-556-4777 or visit cpalimoride.com. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawinds Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all Seals throughout your career from Seawinds Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawinds Grove. Go Seals! Eagle107.com. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Good evening. This is Dave Hess. I'm here uh, with Derek Hicks prior to the Jersey Shore Sealands Grove <coughs> District 4 championship game. Derek, uh, just one. The first thing I want to ask you about is your mental prep this week. I know that you started last week with a very strong message for the team on the field um, after your your big win last week. So I'm just wondering, what's the mental prep been like this week? Uh, I thought it's been great. You know, the guys' practice was upbeat, up tempo. Uh, they were dialed in. We we came in this morning and did a little walkthrough because we were off school, and uh, you know they they were loose. They were having a good time with it, and uh, you know certainly I, I feel. A, a a whole different atmosphere than uh, the first time we came up here. Oh, good! I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, because that was not a, that was not a happy evening that night. But uh, so you, you think you got through the in service uh, the in service day blues, and you're going to be okay? I hope so. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, first time we played them, no school, and uh, you know, got the kids out of the routine, and they, they struggled a little bit. So we tried some things different today, and uh, you know, hopefully shake it up a little bit, and, and it'll pay dividends tonight. All right, another 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 issue, another Jersey Shore issue here, besides the snakes under the stands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just having fun. Uh, the, the field. I haven't been out on it. What's what's the field like? It's always an issue up here. The field, especially this time of the year. Yeah, actually, it's not horrible. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really, I don't think, a whole lot different than when we were up here week two and we were okay on it. And, uh, you know, with the rain yesterday, I was a little concerned. But, uh, you know, for, for week 12 on this. the Jersey Shore field, it, it's not bad. 
I'm glad to hear that because that's always a factor. Uh, Coach, now we get into the meat and potatoes. Um, you have a quarterback you're, you're facing tonight, Tanner Lorson, who's thrown for almost 2,400 yards. He's rushed for 839 yards, 25 touchdown passes, and 16 rushing touchdowns. What do you do to stop Tanner Larson tonight? Uh, you know, we we got to give him different looks. You know, he's a veteran. He does a great job of reading the defense and uh, making plays. So we, we've got to throw different fronts, different blitzes at him. Uh, one thing we're going to do that we didn't do the first time was we'll spy him a little bit. And uh, uh, because he did hurt us, you know, you, you have the pass covered and he would tuck it and run for 15 yards. So right. uh, we'll, we'll utilize a spy at times to, uh, to prevent that. And uh, the biggest thing is just trying to keep him uncomfortable right now now coach not not only is tanner larson a a a target for them uh, but you have a running back josh malicki who's run for 885 yards and 11 touchdowns uh, so there's another good running back. And then you have three receivers, Coach. You have a 6'2", Caden Hess, 6'2", Stanton Westland, and six foot Tony Schaefer. Yep. Now, what are you going to do about our 5'8", cornerbacks uh, against those guys tonight, Coach? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, I, those guys have held up well for the most part all year against bigger guys. Uh, and we've been playing Danny a little bit, so that kind of balances things out. And uh, But, you know, Brett's done okay. And uh, Josh Nyland, is, well, he's Josh Nyland, and does a great job regardless of who he's playing against so uh you know hopefully the, you know darn well they're going to come out they're going to try and throw the fade the jump balls and uh our guys just have to make a play yeah and, and let them throw it to josh Nyland, right uh, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah any day of the week yeah and and i see danny uh danny shock just just he's he makes two receivers leave their feet when he hits them so yeah yeah, yeah. he's 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 an awesome uh, physical force out there i'd love seeing him play out there yeah i'm with you coach all right now um, the other side of the ball, you're playing against the 5-2 defense, Coach. And then that's that's as old as the mountains, that defense. That's as old as dirt, <laughs> right? But but they, they play it very well, Coach. They're very quick. They're very athletic. Um, they get to the ball. What, what do you think that we can do offensively tonight to offset some of that speed and, 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 and so on that they have? Uh, you know, watching film, the team's uh, Mount Carmel film, uh, Southern Columbia film, Montoursville, uh, you know, the teams that were able to beat them, the success they had was going straight ahead. You know, even a good team like Mount Carmel, when they tried to get lateral, uh, they, they, they got stopped for no gain or for a loss. So, uh, you know, not that you can't keep working the corners, you got to keep modest, but uh, I think if we're going to be successful, running the ball it's got to be especially you know on a field that like i said it's good but it's not great um you know we got to go straight ahead and uh you know the the times we've been successful against them it's through the air and uh you know danny's got to have a big night for us tonight you had a big year last year danny had uh, last year in the regular season he had a big uh, big night against them yep yeah it's pretty amazing zach shower said tonight on the way here uh in the car that he felt that if we were going to be successful offensively we had to run right on because they're too fast to run away from right yep yeah we can't go lateral you, you, you go lateral on them, you're going to have problems. All right, there you go. Now, now, Coach, you got another problem. You have two two very good running backs. And and Dean Hollenbach had uh, he had a showcase run last week, yes. obviously. Yep. It was in the top five uh, runs that you had sent us uh, on, on what? Uh, yeah, on uh, Huddle. On Huddle. Yep. Top five yep. runs in the state of Pennsylvania. And uh, so, so this is going to be one of those cliched, stupid questions. <laughs> 
Are you going to give the ball to Dean Hollenbach tonight? Uh, that's the plan. Um, you know, nothing against Nate. I mean, Nate Nate runs well, but Dean's been doing a great job. And honestly, uh, you know the saying, two one-way players is better than a two-way guy exactly and, and right. an athlete standing on the sidelines. So, yes, yes. Uh, you know, talking to Ferrar, Mike Ferraro, the offensive coordinator, that's a guy that, you know, has to get touches. And, and the, the, the upside of that is Nate Schoen's a guy that can almost single-handedly shut an offense down as a nose guard and, uh, you know, keep him fresh for defense, and let's see what happens. How about it? He can lift the center off his feet when he wants to. Absolutely. Unreal. Now, Coach, you know, I, I one of the things I love about this Seals team this year is your return teams, your punt return and, and your kickoff return. Where, where I, I like them. In any game, I like the way we return, we return balls. But uh, where do our, our special teams stack up tonight? Uh, you know, it's big. Actually, I talked to uh, Jersey Shore Radio called today, and he said the same thing. He said, you know, you always seem to have an advantage in the return game. And, uh, you know, if we're going to come up here and, and beat Jersey Shore on their own field, that that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, set the table. Uh, if we can give the offense a short field, keep that field position. You know, last time we, we didn't have a great return game. And, uh, you know, we – they. We couldn't get off the field. Even uh, w- when they punted, it was like, you know, we'd have 80 yards to go. They'd have 40. Yeah. So we've got to utilize special teams to give a short field and also to give them a long field that they have to drive. There you go. It makes all kinds of sense, Coach. Now, Coach, last but not least, is there – if you could pick anybody on your team in particular that you would like to have a great game tonight to secure the win, who would that be? Well, I did good last week with, uh, I think I picked Dean Holland. I think you <laughs> did, Coach. And, you uh, nailed yeah, it, the night. So, hey, I'm going to go with Danny Schock because, uh, you know, honestly, it, I think we we need to throw for a couple hundred yards to uh, to kind of loosen up that 5-2 a little bit and uh, have some success offensively. All right, Coach. Hey, thank you very much. Go get that gold, Coach. Go get him. All right, thanks. Yep, bye-bye. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. TD, P-A-T-Q-B. All are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life. CPA, as in Bill Booker CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343. Or visit him on Market Street in Seagulls Grove, right next to the American Legion. Aubrey Alexander Toyota on the strip in Sealands Grove accepts all credit. Aubrey Alexander Toyota has a 99% approval rating, over 25 lending institutions with on-the-spot financing, zero down monthly payments, payments starting at $149 a month, vehicles starting as low as $59.88 with a warranty. We have over 150 pre-owned vehicles to choose from and service after the sale that's second to none. Aubrey Alexander Toyota is the place to be. Aubrey Alexander Toyota on the strip in Sealands Grove. Remember, tell them Johnny said. Eagle107.com Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. The Seals Grow Seals travel to Thompson Street t- Stadium to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs for the 4A 
District 4 championship game here tonight on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We spotlight some players here tonight. We've already talked a lot about Tanner Lorson and why not. 163 completions on 295 attempts. He has 2,388 yards, 25 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. To go along with that, as Dave, you featured that during your conversation with Derek Hicks. And being the defensive coordinator, this is the type guy that keeps you up at night. 839 yards rushing on 111 attempts, 16 touchdowns, and he's gone over 100 yards five times for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. You mentioned also Josh Malicki, 885 yards and 11 touchdowns. Dawson Seacrest, 66 carries, 352 yards and five touchdowns. And then you throw in the receiving core of Caden Hess, and you talked about their size. He has 47 catches, 600 yards, seven touchdowns. Stanton Westland, 36 receptions, 778 yards and 10 touchdowns. And then you throw in the tight end, Tony Schaefer, 29 catches, 368 yards and five touchdowns. Impressive numbers across the board. Sealens Grove, though, you know, and you talked about it, mental preparation, and you said at the end of the game last week, Dave... Derek was talking to his his group and started turning the corner about mental preparation, getting ready for what they know will be a huge challenge here tonight. He, he did. Uh, I, I listened to him last week. I got down there a little bit early, and, and he had a very, very strong message about having the heads in, in it for this week. Uh, you know, he, he started that mental preparation right on the field last week, and that's exactly what you have to do if your kids are going to show up and play on, on Friday night. So they're off to a good start. And, yeah, some of those those numbers are almost gaudy that you see out of their offense. You know, a, a quarterback is thrown for 2,400 yards, and, and he's rushed for 839 yards. And, and all those touchdowns, and Maliki with 885 yards, and all those tall receivers with 600, 778, 368 uh, uh, yards, uh, that's impressive. And, and you know, he, the question is, where do you start with a defense like that? You know what? You start with a quarterback. You start with the thing they do best. Get him. Take him out of the game and go from there. Make him go to the things that they don't want to do, that they don't like to do as much. Now, for Sealers Grove, spotlight players, you talk about Danny Schock, the sophomore quarterback. And it's hard to believe just a sophomore. Seems like Danny's been around for three or four years already. Fill in the big shoes left by all-conference, all-state, uh, all-everything, Logan Leiby. Uh, but Danny's done a good job, and he's trying to morph into his own man and be able to do. And his numbers, they're starting to get up, rise. He's getting near 1,000 yards passing, 996 yards, 11 touchdowns, five picks. Also has three rushing touchdowns. And what we've seen from Danny, he's turned the corner and been able to tuck it, tuck it away, no hesitation, and run the ball. His He has that physicality to pick up those types of yards. He's a big, strong, uh, physical kid. He's very physically tough. You don't, I think that people don't realize that about Danny, but he is a tough kid. I mean, he weathered the storms last year as a freshman with a developing offensive line. Earlier this year, his offensive line was developing. They weren't where they needed to be. He got hit a lot. And, you know, and he has numbers. He's close to 1,000. And he got those numbers against better competition than Tanner Lorson got his numbers from. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, uh, Danny has done an admirable job, a very good job. 
And then you look at Nate Schoen, the leading rusher, 718 yards on 127 carries, 11 touchdowns. That's 5.6 yards per carry. And then Dean Hollabach, who had the big night a week ago, almost doubled his rushing numbers. He's up to 432 yards. He has three touchdowns. All came a week ago. Couldn't ask for a better time to get things going for the senior Dean Hollenbach. He's also averaging 5.6 yards per carry. That matches what Nate Jones doing as well. So a nice one-two punch. Very different type runners, but that's a good way to be able to go about your rushing attack. In the receiving department, Josh Nyland, the senior, 26 catches, 432 yards, four touchdowns. He's averaging almost 17 yards a reception. He talked about, Derek did, about getting Danny going here tonight. And you know his number one target is Josh Nyland. It's got to be. It's got to be. Josh Nyland is, is a go-to guy. He's one. He's a layout guy. He's one of those guys who can lay out and make a catch. There aren't, you know, you're either a layout guy or you're not. I think God makes layout guys. Okay. I really do. Because he's one of those guys who can extend, he can get out there, and he can make the catch in air off his feet, which is incredibly impressive. I, I love him. I love the kid. And and I, I, I'm sure that uh, he's going to, you know, he's... He's not ready to be done tonight. So I think that Josh Nyland's going to do everything he can to win this football game tonight. And that's it. And you mentioned that because there's seniors here tonight, Josh Nyland being one of them. Wyatt Metzger we've already featured as well. These are seniors who do not want their season to end here tonight at Thompson Street Stadium. So they're looking to get a win here tonight to advance and get an opportunity to play in a state playoff game. So that's what it's at stake for these two teams. Looking at the defensive side for both teams, and, you know, we're featuring Dawson Seacrest, 11.5 tackles per game for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, number 33. Number 23, 23 Dalton Dugan, 7.4 tackles per game. And tackles for loss, Dawson Seacrest leads the way for that as well for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with nine tackles for loss per game. Ryan Kirchner, six sacks on the season, and Adam Schaefer has four interceptions for the defense for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Guys that the focus on the offense have to be on a guy like Dawson Seacrest when he's got almost 12 tackles per game and he's also nine tackles for loss. Pretty impressive when you think about the production from your defensive side of the ball. You're doggone right. And then Dawson Seacrest is a, he's a nice athlete. Uh, they actually have a, a lot of nice athletes on on that side of the ball. But uh, Dawson is one of those guys. You better you better put a circle around him when you're uh, as an offensive line coach. You're preparing. He's number 33 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seals Grove again. We mentioned them on the defensive side. 14 sacks on the season. Micaiah Shower has three of those. He's another senior hoping to extend his season at least another week for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove, a tremendous amount of tackles for loss with 64 leading the way. No surprise, Nate Schoen from that defensive tackle position. Ryan Allman as well. Ryan has 14 tackles for loss on the season. Interception, Seals Grove, 14 interceptions. And we mentioned that just in the last five games, they have 10 interceptions, so their defensive backfield, and we knew coming in that was going to be the focus of need of improvement. And, boy, when you put an athlete again, we're going to mention Josh Nyland back there, but also with the, with the increased production has come from your safety position who puts – there's a lot of pressure on your safety when you're playing this 3-5, and nobody knows that better than you. Yeah, especially when he's your second-leading tackler, right? <laughs> he's, he, is, he is the man, yeah. 
Uh, the safety is he's the last he's the last guy you got between the ball and, and the goal line, so he's got to be one of your best players. We could not have a better one than Teague Hoover. He, I love that kid. And he's another guy, just a sophomore. You think you feel like he's been around for a long time as well. Seals Grove, it's been about being a program over the years and getting young guys opportunity to play under the Friday Night Lights and be productive, and that's what Seals Grove has as the seasons will move on. But tonight it's about winning district title against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and leading the way in tackles Ryan Olmet 9.5 and T Hoover you already talked about 7.7 tackles for loss on the defensive side for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs giving up just 23.2 points per game turnovers they have fumbled recovered 11 times and intercepted 13 times for a total 24 turnovers defensively 22 sacks 30 tackles for loss they have two shutouts to their credit. They have also held five teams to 14 points or less and a winning margin of 34.2 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. For the Seals, Grove Steals on the defensive side, giving up 279.5 yards uh, per game. In the rush, 126.8. In the pass, 153 yards per uh, pass that Seals Grove has given up. And touchdowns, 29 touchdowns, 16 by the rush, 12 through the air. Seals Grove offense, or defense, giving up 20.1 points per game. And turnovers, 25 turnovers. They've recovered 11 fumbles and 14 interceptions. And their third down conversions, holding teams to less than 34%. And fourth down, 45%. Dave, we're almost at kickoff here. Seals Grove's going to take the field here. And their white helmets and white jersey, blue pants, and Jersey Shore Bulldogs will follow them here shortly. They're going to come back, wrap things up with what we're going to seal the deal for victory for the Seals Grove Seals as we check in with Dave on that. This is Seals Aim Day, driven by Sudbury Motor Company on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. Hey, everyone. Now is the time to come in and talk to me. Hi, I'm Courtney from Aaron's. There's great specials, no credit check, free setup, and delivery. And guess what? Flexible payments and easy pay. And I, Courtney, invite you to visit our new location at 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove. Or don't forget to visit at errands.com. Hope to see ya. Here's Kyle from WNL Subaru to introduce the new draft picks for the impressive 2020 Subaru lineup. Check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models. They offer a new rugged and sporty design and upgraded technology with 11 inches of touchscreen control. Come explore the 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models today at WNL Subaru in Northumberland. Drive like a champion with a new Subaru from WNL. Find us online at WNLSubaru.com. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the Heat & Glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix Heat & Glow products. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Summer Motor Company here on Eagle 107. Eagle 107. Both teams have taken the field. Get ready for the game. But before we do that, 
This is where we send it to Dave. Dave, what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seal and Scrove Seals? Defensively, we've got to take Tanner Larson out of the game. We've got to eliminate their quarterback. We've got to sustain our offensive drives. We've got to eliminate penalties. And we've got to have a great special team tonight. See if Steel and Grove can get something as we're getting ready for the national anthem here. So we'll silence the mics here as we honor the flag as Steel and Grove getting ready to take on the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Title all at stake here. Dave, it's time for game time. You've already given us what was going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals want to get after it here tonight. Definitely a different feel tonight than it was just a short time ago, all the way back to week two when Seals Grove came to Thompson Street Stadium. The preparation wasn't good that week, but this week, Derek feels good about what his team has done in preparation for an opportunity, and they talked about it right after that game when they went on through the rest of the season. Everything, every conversation was about an opportunity to play the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in Week 12, and there's definitely uh, the atmosphere is different. It feels good. Oh, yeah, we're here, uh, and it looks like, uh, without question, it looks like our kids are focused. Uh, they, they came out. They had a great warm-up. They flew around the field. Uh, when they ran on the field, they did it with some hop in their steps, so I'm feeling good about where we are mentally. Take a look at potential starters here first for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs quarterback. We talked about senior Tanner Lorson in the backfield. See Chris and... Maliki. The wide receivers will be Hess, Guthrie, and Westland, and also Anthony Schaefer, a senior. Owen Anderson, a junior wide receiver, number 15. Up front, Ingram, Lorson, Woodring, Peacock, Samar, with the tight end, Ryan Kirshner, and it's Joe Lorson, just to be accurate there, number 63. He's a junior. He'll play the guard position for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. For the Seals, Grove Seals, on the offensive side, sophomore quarterback Danny Schock. In the backfield, Ryan Almit, Nate Schoen, and also you'll see senior Dean Hollenbach. The receiving core, Josh Nyland, Christian Kantz. He's a senior along with junior Brett Four. Up front, Nick Young, Micaiah Shower, Steve Miller, and also Michael Mall will play the guard position. The tackles will be Nick Schaefer, Vance Metzger, with the tight end being Wyatt Meskers. The, te- the captain have taken the field here. Nate Schoen along with Bainey. Good to see him back on the field. He did not play a week ago as Seals Grove sat him out against the Midwest Mustangs. Josh Nyland and also Danny Schock. Captain for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, we'll be keeping an eye on the Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week. It features a 10-1 Matoresville Warriors against the 7-4 Warrior Run Defenders. Now looking at defense for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs up front will be Dalton Dugan, Ryan Kirshner, 
Colin Samar and Lee Springman, the junior defensive tackle, along with Carter Peacock, just a sophomore. The linebackers, Gabe Packer, and also Dawson Seacrest, number 33, a guy we spotlighted during the pregame show. And the corners will be Anthony Schaefer and Brett Guthrie, the safeties, Allison and Anderson for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. A minute here, we'll talk about who the Seal and Grove Seals will have on the defensive side as we wrap up Seals game day here. Because this has been Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North Fort Street, all of us in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors. Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip and Hummel's Wharf. It's game time between the Seals Grove Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Look at the defensive side for Seals Grove up front. Shown Metzger and Bainey. The linebackers, Ryan Almit, Wyatt Metzger, Makai Showers, Brandon Hiles, Scott Kitzinger. And the corners are Nyland and Brett Four, along with Danny Schock. And the safety, Teague Hoover. Seals Grove will punt this one away to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Back deep for Jersey Shore. Back to the left is Owen Anderson. It's just a junior, six foot, 178 pounds. And also number seven, that's Cameron Allison. He's a junior, 5'10", 168 pounds. Standing about their own 10-yard line. While the Seals Grove Seals will kick this away. The special teams coverage has been good for Seals Grove. Kyle Rule has a foot to get it into the end zone as they'll try to pin the Jersey Shore Bulldogs back deep in their own territory. And we are underway. Title at on the line between the Jersey Shore Bulldogs and the Seals Grove Seals. They go with the reverse to Owen Anderson. Hit by Kissinger, and he goes down as he crosses the 20-yard line. Also helped out by Steve Miller. And that's where the Jersey Shore Bulldogs will start first down and 10 as we get this title game underway. Again, looking at the offense, Tanner Lorson. Tanner Lorson again coming into tonight, 163 completions on 295 attempts, 2,388 yards, 25 passing touchdowns, and nine interceptions. He also has 16 rushing touchdowns for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. He's at a shotgun, takes a snap, gives it to Maliki, going left. Going to get a couple yards before hit by the white shirts. You see Micaiah Showers and also Nate Schoen in on the stop. Give him just a couple there, maybe two second down and eight for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage are the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Sending trips to the left, one wide receiver to the right with Nylon on him. Fakes it to the deep man. Tanner Lewis is going to get rid of it, is able to find a man who extends himself and makes the catch into Jersey, into Seals Grove territory, all the way to the 42-yard line as Nylon fell to the turf. Unbelievable uh, catch by Caden Hess, a layout catch. Jersey Shore came out with four wide receivers. They've gone, they're going no huddle, they're real up-tempo, uh, and they got the ball off. We weren't ready. <clears throat> Shotgun for Lorson, rolling left. Going to pitch it out, Malicki going left. And he's going to be met in the backfield and driven to the turf. Kissinger comes up and makes the stop. Good coverage that time by the linebacker, number 19, making the stop for the Seals Grove Seals. Loss of one, second down and 11. Just underway, 11 minutes to go in the opening quarter. Lorson's going to roll to his right. Looks, got a man making the catch and tackled inside the 25-yard line, making a catch number 24, Caden Hess, the sophomore, 6'2", 186 pounds. And the Jersey Shore Bulldogs are on the move. This up-tempo is really throwing the Seals off. They're scrambling to get set in their defense, uh, and, and they're just not quite ready when the ball snapped. 
Now we're going to have our first flag thrown here. Give a chance to take a deep breath here as the Jersey Shore Bulldogs have worked the ball just outside their own 20-yard line, and they have the ball all the way at the Sealands Grove. Well, they had it inside the 25, but now there will be a penalty to walk it outside the 25. They'll put it down at the 26-yard line. And, and they are not fooling around. They're getting out there. They're in their stances. They're ready to go. They're looking at the sideline for, uh, for calls. Everything's coming very quickly. Trips to the left for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Maliki going in motion. That's where Lorson's looking. Now he's going to throw a, a deep slant. It's got a man in Westland. He makes the catch inside the five. He'll be tackled at the one-yard line. What a call. What a call by Jersey Shore. They faked a bubble screen left. The quarterback actually went through the throwing motion like he was throwing a bubble screen left behind the line of scrimmage. He pulled it back and threw downfield. Long catch. Danny Schock was on the stop at the one-yard line. Now they come up in an eye formation with Maliki, the deep man. Lorson's going to keep it. Go left. Stretching it to the goal line. No call yet as they're going to stop him short. Now they say it's a touchdown. I never understood how that happens. How do you not call the touchdown right away? Then after the four men and stop, somehow you say it's a touchdown. Somehow you decide that it's a touchdown. I don't. I don't understand that either. I never did that. Nobody called touchdown initially. It came late. Well, bottom line, it's a touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldog. They get on the board quick with 10:21 to go here in the first quarter. On a keeper by Lorson, he continued the push and was able to put it in. The extra point is up. And good by Allison. And just like that, Jersey Shore Bulldogs leads this one 7-0 over the Sealands Grove Seals. Boy, that tempo you talked about it. Boy, that caught us off guard maybe. And uh, they really were able to uh, take advantage of some openings down the middle of that field in the passing game. And they get it down to the one finished off by that touchdown run by Lorson. Well, they did a good job getting plays off quickly. They also did a good job of, of sequencing plays and setting up the next play. For instance, the first play from the line of scrimmage was a, a zone, uh, excuse me, an outside zone left and, and didn't go anywhere. Second play, they came out, they ran the same formation, same outside zone, except they faked it. The quarterback pulled it out through a long pass downfield. That got him down indoor territory, and then they ran the fake bubble screen and threw it downfield. The quarterback actually pulled out of that bubble screen and threw it downfield. You expect those receivers to be on the line of scrimmage blocking during a bubble screen, but he went deep. That was a great call by the uh, the uh, Jersey Shore coaches. So a five-play, 77-yard drive, taking just one minute and 33 seconds as Tanner Lorson able to stick in the end zone on a one-yard carry giving him his 17th rushing touchdown of the season. Seals Grove Trail 7-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Now Seals Grove will let it get it on the offensive side. Swift kick going to be taken by the up man. Goes over, slides at the 25. It comes away with it. That's Aaron Rothamal. Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. One thing you don't want to get into or try to get into, and that's a shootout. With the, with the Jersey Shore Bulldogs when they put up 60 touchdowns on the season. Yeah, they, they score too well. You you do not want to be a shot. You've got to get your defense to the point where you're shutting them down. You're, you're, you're at least limiting their success. And uh, we're going to have to do something with our defense and, and get them ready more quickly so that they can defend their uh, what's, what's coming at them from Jersey Shore. Just joining us, Jersey Shore took the opening drive, scored 10-20 left here in the first quarter. Seals Grove trailing 7-0. There's going to be a flag on the play. Personnel issues as Wyatt Mesker came to the sideline. 
too many guys in the huddle. They're just going to walk this one off. Not what you want to see happen here against the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove trying to come here, avenge a week two loss to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, where they never showed up that night, and they lost 36-0. And tonight, Jersey Shore able to get on the board right away. Quickly down the field, Lorson gets his 17th rushing touchdown of the season. Now Seals Grove gets a penalty before they're able to run their first offensive play. Shotgun for Danny Shuck. Long count. Takes the snap. Give it to Schoen. Off to the right. Schoen trying to bull his way for a couple, and that's going to be it as he carries it out to the 21-yard line. A yard pickup there. So it's going to be a second down and 14 for the Seals Grove Seals. And, and that was just a that was just a lead right. It was uh, Amit was leading to the right to hand the ball to um, to uh, Schoen. Uh, didn't go for much. About two yards. Second and 13. Guys up front, number 55, Colin Samar and Lee Springman for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in on the stop. Shotgun for Danny. Takes a low snap. Looking to his right. A slant. Nope. Throws it out to Brett Ford. In and out of his hands. Falls incomplete. And quickly, a third down and 13 for the Seals, who already trail 7 nothing with 9.40 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, this is not what you determined would be a, a third and manageable. Third and 13 is not where we want to be with this group right now. We talked about their third down conversion under 24% on the season and something Zach talked about on the way up and had in the game notes about these being third down and behind the chains is not what you want to be in when you're trying to be efficient on the offensive side. Shotgun for Danny Chuck. He's got Ryan Allman and Nate Schoen in the backfield with him. Looking on the slant, going to throw it to Christian Kantz beyond the 30, but it's going to be short of a first down and that will send Wyatt Mesker out to punt this one away yeah that was a short that was a very quick slant um just throwing a little bit out ahead of receiver if he could have caught that ball and stay on his feet for a few steps he would have gotten the first down but he had to lay out a good catch by christian schaefer will punt this one away dropping back will be dalton dugan and also owen anderson waiting for the metzger punt gets it away it's a knuckleballer that bounces at the 40 rolls inside the 30 and it's going to be marked down about the 27-yard line, and that's where Jersey Shore, who already leads 7-0 with nine minutes to go in the opening quarter, takes over first down and 10. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Hicks has done with his defense, see if we can get these calls out there more quickly. Get settled in on the line of scrimmage before they are ready to snap that ball. Jersey's coming out. Jersey Shore's coming out. They're right on the ball, ready to go. Center Seth Ingram will line up over the ball, waiting for the calls from his senior quarterback, Tanner Lorson, to get this first down and 10 play going for the Bulldogs. Well, that's weird. It's going to go to Lorson. Quick pitch this time goes to his running back, Maliki. Swallowed up quickly. Wyatt Metzger, Kissinger in on the stop. Teague Hoover helping out as well, but mostly Metzger on the stop there. Nothing picked up there. Second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Quickly to the line of scrimmage. They came out and they, they ran an eye that time, but the quarterback was in a shotgun. They ran the fullback tailback eye to his right. They're in the same situation again. Absolutely. Second down and 10. Lorson drops back all the time in the world. Throws it. Unable to make the connection to Westland. Defended well out there by Brandon Heil and safety Teague Hoover, but it's a third down and 10. And when you talk about crucial plays, and we do, we call them the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play as a game, this third down and 10 right now is huge for the Seals defense. This is a huge play right now. This is huge. We've got to make a stop on this third down. They're trying to overload one side right now, and they're trying to, they're going back away from that to the weak side with their throws. And there's going to be a flag on the play. 
called here on the near side. Nate Schoen clapping it up. So is Brandon Heil. So body language would tell you it's going to be walked off against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. It's a false start against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And this becomes even more crucial. We've seen this throughout the year where T- where Seals Grove has, we saw it at Danville. They had them third and long, and they've given up a big play, and it can't allow. This is just too big of a play. Yeah, it's third and 16, they give up 17. You know, it's, just, it's really very frustrating. Third and 16 right now. And they have to get to the 37-yard line to pick up the first down. Lorson drops back, gets rid of it. Wide receiver screen to Westland, makes the catch. Hit by Ryan Almond, falls forward, and now it begins a spot. Looks like it's going to be short from the angle here as he takes it to the 36-yard line. But what a call again by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And they're quickly getting up to the line of scrimmage on a fourth down and one. And then they change personnel. Look like they'll punt this one away as Owen Anderson will drop back to punt it away. Keep an eye on, though. Gravish will do anything at any time. You got Lorson, who is the up man on this punt here. Make sure he doesn't get the snap. He doesn't. It goes to Anderson. Gets it away. End over end kick. It's going to bounce. Be taken by Nyland. Trying to go from right to left. There's a flag on the play. No, it's not a flag. Up the sidelines go Nyland. Runs over a guy at the 39-yard line and pumps up the crowd here on the near side. Nyland did a great job returning that ball, and at the, he came right up our sidelines. Uh, I don't think they got an, a yard on that punt, Coach. Or, excuse me, Pat. I don't think they got a yard on that. Um, they might have netted one yard. But yep, exactly. He, he laid the lumber at the, right at the end of that run. The defender came and he just he lowered the shoulder and lowered the boom on that kid. They go to the wildcat here, tight formation with Nate Schoen looking for the direct snap. He's going to get it, going right, cuts under the defender, dragging guys, and it's going to fall short of the 35-yard line, maybe a yard, and that'll be it. We've seen the wildcat from the Seals Grove Seals. They go to it to start this possession. About a yard and that's going to be it. We know a good and well-coached Georgia Shore team was ready for that. They came out, uh, Seals Grove came out with a real tight formation. We call it the phone booth formation. You're going to line it up in a phone booth. Two tights, two wings, Wildcat, and and, uh, Schoen tried to run it off tackle right. Not a whole lot of room there. Got about a yard. They're going to stay in the Wildcat. Nylon wing back on the left. Rothamal on the right. They're going to go to the right. Here goes Schoen. Runs into a wall of orange shirts, and he's not going to get anything. Same play to the right. It was a, a zone right, uh, inside zone right, right over the right tackle, led by Almond, but uh, they, they stuffed our offensive tackle in the line of scrimmage. We were not able to get any movement up front and create any openings for the running back. So Danny will jog back out on his third down and long. Is this four-down territory day? Oh, it is for me. Yes, do or die tonight, man. you got to keep these dry. you got to sustain these drives. Keep that defense off the field. As Seals Grove trails 7 nothing with 6.26 to go here in the first quarter. Tanner Larson has the lone touchdown on the night for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And again, Seals Grove trailing 7 nothing. Danny in the shotgun. Drop back. Under some pressure. Look it. Getting happy feet. Now going to get rid of it. Nothing there. Wide open over here. Metzger it puts his hands up and let him know he's wide open on the backside. Isn't that now communication by coaches? Coaches up top talking down, telling him make sure Danny knows he's got something on that backside. Yeah, he did. They came out with the twins left. Wyatt was on the right side. Wyatt actually did a, a shallow cross the whole way across the field, and there, nobody came with Nobody went with him. The, the, the linebacker completely ignored him. Mesker will punt this one away, trying to pin the Jersey Shore Bulldogs deep in their own territory. 
It was a good snap. He's got time. Gets rid of it. It's a knuckleballer. It's going to bounce, hit the turf, roll inside of the 10, down to the 5-yard line. It'll be touchdown after Teague Overstand. Teague Hoover stands over and tries to wave it another yard to the 4. And Wyatt Metzger comes up big, pitting the Jersey Shore Bulldogs inside the 4. Another fantastic, uh, fantastic punt by Wyatt Metzger. I, I really, really like that kid. Wyatt is- Metzger averaging 37.5 yards per punt. This one is pinpointed inside the five. And the Jersey Shore Bulldogs take over first down and 10, leading 7 nothing with 5.58 to go here in the first quarter. Lordson under center, gives it to the fullback. Off left, nothing there. Slam to the soft turf. Going down quickly. Nice job. Micaiah Showers is going to walk back to the huddle. And Jersey Shore Bulldogs quickly up to the line of scrimmage. They are right on that ball. And our defensive front is playing well right now. They just shut that whole offensive front down. They tried to run right out and didn't go anywhere. Beatty on the right. Schaefer on the left was shown in the middle of that defensive line. This is going to go to the deep man. Maliki hit the backfield, held up, and he's going to be stopped there. Trying to give credit on who made the stop there. Ryan Allman involved in the stop, but Micaiah Showers, 54 also. And you nailed it, Dave, right on cue. That that front line, and you know what the front line's supposed to do. They're supposed to just swallow up blockers and let the linebackers make plays. That's right, and they are blowing it up right now. Our defensive line is really controlling that line of scrimmage. Third down and nine. Lorson will drop back, looking left, getting pressure, rolling left. He's going to take off. Show's going to tackle him at the one-yard line. And they're going to call it forward momentum at the one as Nate shown. All-state wrestlers showed the ability there. Lorson unable to get away from him. It's going to sit at the one-yard line, and it's going to be a punt time for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Nate Schoen did not even touch the offensive center there. He lined up on him. He did a swim move to his right, just over the shoulder of the center, came clean on the quarterback, just about had a safety. Anderson will punt this sort of way. End over end kick be taken by Brett Four at the 30. Up the left sideline. Speed to the 20. 15, 10, 5. Turns at the 5. Goal line. Touchdown. How do you let go, Seals? Yes. Great return by Brett Four on that punt. Again, he came up the left hash, up our hash line, or excuse me, our sideline. Seals Grove walled left. We've been walling to our bench a lot this year. Wonderful job by the punt return team. Give a lot of credit to that defense up front. You talked about, Dave, they pushed the Jersey Shore Bulldogs back to the one-yard line as Owen Anderson had to do everything he could just to get rid of it. Brett Ford, give him credit, and you've been giving credit all year long, how he's handled punts. He caught that thing in the air, full speed, hit the hole, and got it up the sideline. He took a big hit at the five, spun it in. Took it in for a touchdown. That's Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point to try to tie this one up. It's up and it's good. Oh boy, we have a game now. Seven to seven with 4:20 left in the first quarter. The Seals Grove Seals are hot right now. They just came out and did a great job on that punt return. With 4:20 to go in the opening quarter, Brett Four returns the punt for the Seals Grove Seals, and then he had to gather himself to get out to be the holder. He had to put the hole down. He did a great job. And Kyle Rule boomed it through. We're all knotted up at 7-7 with 4.20 to go in the opening quarter. That was a a great, great job by our punt return team. I have been impressed with our return teams, our kickoff return and our punt return team all year long. And, man, I'm telling you, they are finally hitting pay dirt with that team. 
Great job by Brett Ford. Great run. And just like you said, he took a whale of a hit on the five-yard line, but he broke that tackle and fought into the end zone. A tremendous run by Brett. So now they'll kick it off to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as Carr Rule will kick this one away. Looking at the official length of that return from our stat guy on how far was the return. 31. 31 yards for Brett Four. Beautifully done. Caught the thing in dead sprint. Beautiful hole opened up on the left side, and he took it up, took the hit, and took it in for the score again for the 31-yard punt return by junior Brett Four. Now, Kyle Rule will kick this one away. Ryan Almond, Brandon Heil, just outside of Kyle Rule. See Oscar Macharo and also Steve Miller. End over end kick be taken by the return man at the 10. Fates the handoff this time. Allison up the left side. He's got a lot of speed. Gets it to the sideline. Still going in Seals Grove territory. And finally bumped out of bounds by Teague Hoover. They threw a flag? They threw a flag on him. For what? For what? Teague Hoover knocked him out of bounds. It was a one-on-one to the head? Hit to the helmet. He didn't come off his feet. The other one, they, they, he, he bumped him out of bounds. He didn't leave his feet. He just bumped him out of bounds. I... Oh, man. Wow. That was, Jersey Shore had a great return on that one. It was, he, they got, he got it down to the 40-yard line where Teague Hoover knocked him out of bounds. But it looks like they're going to tack probably another 15 on here. Wow. Man, oh they man. still wear helmets. How do you find that? Where? I he took it up the left sideline. Unbelievable speed for Allison to get it into Seals Grove territory, and then two guys met at the sidelines. Allison bumped out of bounds. They both turned and start running, and they throw a flag for a helmet. It was just these a, helmets do hit each other. It was a bump. It was. It wasn't even a hit. It was a bump out of bounds. Uh, regroup time here. That's great field position for interception. Oh. Going back the other way is Josh Stylin. Off the left sideline. Trying to get to the edge. Helmet! Helmet! Helmet to helmet! Helmet to helmet! Intercepted by Josh Stylin. Going back the other way. Sealers Grove. All the momentum at this point. Jersey Shore came out on first down. Tried to throw it downfield. Looked like a post pattern. Like a deep post. And Josh Nyland stepped up, came out of nowhere. Stepped in front of it. And got right up the, the left sidelines. The, the, the sidelines over the Seals sideline. One out of bounds about the 40, the Seals 45-yard line. I knew I'd have adrenaline this and one. Yes. I knew my adrenaline was going to get me tonight. It was the same thing. It looked like it was helmet to helmet. Same it thing was, on the other side. It, now, it, yeah, they, the defender bumped him out. It was helmet to helmet on that one, too, but it was not called. First down and 10 for the Seals. All knotted up 7-7 with four minutes to go. Design keeper for Danny Shock. Falls forward inside of the outside of the 45. They'll put about the 45 and a half yard line. Half yard pickup for the Seals. Second down and long. We're at Thompson Street Stadium. It's the title game. District 4, 4A championship game between the Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Again, 336 to go in the opening quarter. Jersey Shore scored first on Orlorson one-yard touchdown run. Seals Grove scored on Brett Ford's 31-yard punt return. Shotgun for Danny. 
Looking out to the right, bubble screen way too high. Trying to throw out there for Brett Four, well over his head, and it's going to be third down and nine for the Seals. And that, that bubble screen looked like it was there. It was, uh, we had, it, we lined up with a trips formation right, and, and there were two blockers out in front of, of uh, four, and uh, the ball was just overthrown, but it was there. So after Jersey Shore had a nice punt return or kickoff return up the left sideline, then it was a penalty, gave him great field position. Josh Nyland, the senior, gets his sixth interception of the season, gives Seals Grove back the ball, but now Seals Grove forcing a third down and long. Danny drops back. Quick throw to Christian Kantz, well short of a first down. He's going to make the catch at the 40 or at the 49 yard line, but it's going to be five yards short of a first down. It will be a punting time for the Seals Grove Seals for Wyatt Metzger to jog out and put this away. Looking for big things again from Wyatt Metzger. If he can get his average, be looking to pin the Jersey Shore Bulldogs inside of the 15-yard line. This punt is big for the Seals right now. They've got to punt them deep. They're right on the 50-yard line. Looking for a good snap. Gets it. Got time. Gets it away. Another knuckleballer in between the return, guys. Gets a decent roll, and it's going to be touchdown inside the 20, about the 17-yard line. They've been doing these games for 22 years, and sometimes I'm reminded why I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Interception by Nyland throws me through the roof. You're having some fun up the left yeah. sideline. Knocked out of bounds right in front of us. I could have given right Nyland a high five. Yeah. But, and again, not to beat a dead horse, but it looked like he was hitting the same way, the Jersey Shore guy on the opposite side. But Worse. I, I, and, and no call was made, but we no. regrouped. And now Seals Grove was able to keep Jersey Shore from taking the ball down in the end zone, and it'll look to continue here. Lorson's going to keep it off the right side. He was able to get away from Brandon Heil. Still going with some speed, and he's pounded by Nyland and then hit by Teague Hoover, and he takes it all away to the 40-yard line. So the capabilities of Tanner Lorson as he's able to get a first down out to their own 40-yard line. Yeah, Tanner Lorson sprinted out from under center. Sprinted right. Looked like it was going to be a sprint pass trying to get outside, but he just tucked it and went. And Brandon Heil slipped, and he had him dead to mark, but slipped on the turf, and Lordson took advantage of it. Lordson was punished on that. That's something we talked about, too. If you're going to run the ball, you got to be hit, and he was on that run. Quick throw this time out to Hess. Makes the catch at the 45. Five-yard pickup, second down and five. Stopped by Nyland. Right at the Georgia Shore 45-yard line, quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Two minutes to go in the opening quarter, 7-7 ball game. Lorson, quick bubble screen to his receiver, Anderson. He's going to be tackled short of a first down. Great job on the far side. Making the stop is at Teague Hoover, yeah. and it is making the stop. It's going to be a third down and three for the Bulldogs. There is some speed on that field right now. The, 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 Teague Hoover just got to that, re- that receiver in a hurry, and that receiver is fast. Big third down play here. Some confusion by the defense. Lorson drops back and looking. He's going to try to take off and run. Under some pressure, throws the guy to man wide open. That's Westland being chased by Nyland, and Danny Shockin finally stopped. That's the kind of stuff that Lorson is a senior quarterback. He keeps plays alive, and, man, he'll just bust uh, burst your bubble just when you think you have him dead to rights. Lorson had had four receivers out all on short patterns, and the Seals were able to bottle him up in, fr- in front of his, uh, his, his bench over there, and he just he just flipped a, a, a little looper out to uh, one of the receivers over top of his head and let him run to it. That was a real good uh, a real good throw by Lorson. We have a stop 
for a timeout here by the Seals Grove Seals. Get a chance to take a deep breath, send it back to Sean, update his scores, and other playoff action going on around the Valley. Sean? All right, guys, thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard in the District 1 Quad A Championship. In the first quarter, Bishop Shanahan is upsetting, is uh, shutting out Upper Moreland 14 to nothing. District 4 AAA semifinals now into the second quarter. Mentorsville is shutting out Warrior Run 14 to nothing. And Loyal Sock is up 7 nothing over Central Columbia in the second. And in the District 4 Single A Championship, Muncie 10, Canton nothing also in the second. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to shore we go for Pat and the coach. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. The Bucknell football team returns home to host rival Lehigh on Saturday. 1 o'clock kickoff. Join Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hur for all the action on Eagle 107. Following the timeout taken by the Jersey Shore, or excuse me, by the Steelers Grove Seals, trying to stop that momentum as they have worked the ball. Deep in the Salem's Grove territory, they have it spotted down at about the nine-yard line. So first down goal to go from the nine for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorison fakes it to Maliki, rolling right, gets rid of it. He's got a man, makes the catch. That's Anderson. He's drilled by Nyland and Hoover inside the five to the four-yard line. Second down, goal to go from the four, coming up a minute here in the first quarter. 7-7 game. Jersey Shore came out with two wide receivers to the right, and they went deep, and they ran uh, they ran a third receiver underneath him to the uh, to the right sideline, and threw it to him. Larson looking left this time, deep in the corner. Brett Four out on the coverage, falls incomplete, intended for Westland, but as well overthrow. Westland picks up the pylon and straightens out. He made a little mess in that corner. Good by the kid, good character kid. He's making the field, make sure the field's back in. Back in place. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he picked up the pylon. Yeah. You don't see that much from the football player to knock the pylon down. Yeah, he's a good guy. Quickly Lord. to the line of scrimmage again are the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Third down and goal from the four. Larson keeper. Goal line touchdown. Yep. Quick option left. Uh, the quarterback and tailback ran an option left. Larson didn't even pitch it. We had the pitch covered by our outside backer. Larson kept it. Uh, nobody got the quarterback. <laughs> Tanner Lorson, his second touchdown tonight, his 18th rushing touchdown of the season by your senior quarterback as Allison will attempt the extra point here to try to push the lead back out to seven for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. It's up, and it's plenty good, and it goes through. So the Jersey Shore Bulldogs take advantage on that offensive possession, able to drive the ball down, stick it in the end zone again. The second touchdown by Tanner Lorson, his 18th of the year. As Tanner Lorson able to complete that seven-play drive, covering 82 yards. Only took a minute and 56 seconds to regain the lead. As Tanner Lorson on a four-yard touchdown run with 44 seconds to go here in the first quarter. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Three touchdowns in the first quarter, and it's not even over yet. This is this is a, an exciting game so far that the Seals have to answer back. This is huge. Momentum. We've got to get that momentum back on our side right now. And we can do it if we get a great return on this kickoff return. Get a good return, able to rely on what you came in planning to do, and that's to run the ball. you got to get three or four on the first down plays, not get behind the chains, not be forced into second and long and third and long and see what they can do first on this return here as Allison will kick this one away. See if 
Hollenbach and Nyland get an opportunity here. The first kickoff went short and was picked up by Rothamol as Allen approaches here. Swift kick. It's going to go to Rothamol again up the right sideline looking for somebody to hit. He's able to hit a couple of Jersey Shore guys. Get good field position to the 34-yard line. So Seals Grove does have good field position as they see the scoreboard and they see the Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading 14-7 to after that four-yard touchdown run by senior quarterback Tanner Orson. And so far we've seen that Jersey Shore does not want to kick to our, our kickoff returners. They, they do not want them to touch the ball. They've done a good job of kicking it to the second line, but uh, what that does is it, it, we don't get much of a return, but... Uh, we do get the ball upfield somewhat. We, we ended up with the ball in the 30, our own 33-yard line there. Now, we've got to keep this ball. We've got to possess this football and keep our defense off the field. First down and 10. Danny under center. Give the deep man shown. He's hitting the backfield and taken down. Nice job getting to the legs, and that's the guy we spotlighted coming in. Not a big guy when you talk about number 33, Dawson Seacrest. 5'9", 172 pounds, but... Schooled well. He went for the legs and held on for dear life, and Schoen was not able to get out of his grasp. Second down and 11 after the one-yard loss. He looked like a wrestler the way he tackled there. He really had a good, great grip on the legs, and he has a lot of tackles this year. Well, that's going to be the final play of an exciting first quarter with the title on the line between the Seals Grove Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Or step aside, come back, get ready for the second quarter. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot, and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Thompson Street Stadium. First quarter number, Seals Grove just 17 yards, Shore 177. Larson 8 for 11, 150 yards, two touchdowns on the ground for a senior quarterback, Larson. Westland three catches for 82 yards. Hess three catches for 60 yards for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs in that first quarter alone. Seals Grove has the ball. They'll have it second down in 11. So he flips sides of the field. They have it at their own 32-yard line. Danny drops back. It's knocked up in the air and almost intercepted. They're going to call it incomplete as Nyland tried to come up and make the catch after the deflection, unable to. And David just feels like that quickly. We're in a third down and 11 for the yeah, Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, and it is that quickly. It, it happened very quickly. Um, that last play, uh, um, Danny Shock just tried to throw a real quick slant over over to his left um, to Nyland, and the defensive end for Jersey Shore got his hands up and batted the ball up in the air. <coughs> so it's going to be a third down and long for the Seals. Slow snap to Shock. Gets rid of it. Nyland makes the catch, trying to struggle for a couple extra yards. It's going to be well short of a first down as he gets beyond the 35-yard line. So it's going to be a fourth down, and you'll see Metzger come out, and he's going to have to punt this one away to Owen Anderson. Also dropping back will be Dalton Dugan waiting for the senior to punt this one away. 
It happened all too quickly to put the Seals Grove defense back on the field. Yeah, we need to keep that ball. We need to, to hang on to that ball and, and, and get some possession, time of possession. A boom of a kick that time, and it's going to be taken by Dugan. He's able to get away from one guy, but then slammed to the turf at the 25-yard line. He'll give him forward momentum, which... It's, it's been a strange a strange inexact science throughout the year. It Somehow has. they give him all the way out to the 26 or 27-yard line. I don't think he got to the 25. But that's where they take over first down at 10. Already leading 14-7 are the Bulldogs with 11-12 to go here in the first half. Yeah, Dean Hollenbach tackled him on that kickoff or on that punt. But... Shotgun formation for the senior quarterback, Lorson. Deuces. Wide receivers to each side. Now Anderson goes in motion. Lorson rolling to his left. Takes off and runs with it. He got hit by Bainey, but then finished off by Ryan Almond and Teague Hoover. They came out in two uh, twins right, twins left deuces, as you say. And uh, quarterback ran a quick option to the left. So there was a quarterback tailback option left again. Larson did not even begin to pitch the ball. He hung on to it and got a decent gain. He picked up about four yards. So it's going to be a second down and six. Look for a quick toss this time into the dirt. It's going to skip to Hesfold, incomplete. It's going to be a third down and six for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They lead 14-7 with 10-40 to go here in the first half. They, Jersey Shore likes that bubble screen there. They, they, they tried to complete another bubble screen to the right there. The, uh, Hess, the wide receiver, just dropped back immediately as the ball was snapped, and uh, but the ball came out a little low for him to catch. Big third down play with deuces again. Maliki in the backfield on the right side of Lorson. Blitz coming by the Seals. Some movement up front, and finally a whistle is going to be blown here. A lot of po- finger pointing, but Bainey clapping it up. The senior defensive end saying it was the Jersey Shore Bulldogs who committed the foul. False start against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So now it's going to push him back five yards. So now they're going to be forced into a third down and long. Lorson's capable of making big plays. you got to keep an eye on them. Jersey Shore tried to long count, hard count us there, and it blew up. It didn't work. It, it actually backfired on them. They ended up moving instead of us. Third down after the penalty. Lorson rolling to his right. Now looking back to the left. Looking for Westland, and Westland's going to fall down. The ball's going to be well overthrown. There was some inadvertent contact between Heil and Westland, but Heil had turned and started to run and did it very well, and thus no penalty thrown there. I do hear some whistles blown. Where, oh, there's a player down on the field in the middle of the field there, and you see the medical staff for the Seals Grove Seals jogging out to the injured player for the Seals Grove Seals. That was a long pass that Lorson just threw, and and you're right. It, there was contact it, uh, before the ball got there, but that was just incidental contact. It was both the, the receiver and the and the, the defensive back were running, and they got a little tangled up. The kid just fell over. Recap and here's scoring as we moved into the second quarter with 10:32 to go here in the first half. The scoring started Lorson on a one-yard touchdown run with 10:21 to go in the first quarter, completing a 10-play drive going 77 yards, excuse me, a five-play drive covering 77 yards. Took one minute and 33 seconds. The extra point by Allison was good, and Jersey Shore led 7-0 with 10-21 to go in the first quarter. And then Brett Four caught the punt, took it 31 yards into the end zone. His first punt return of his career, that came with 4-20 to go in that first quarter. 
Seals Grove's extra point good and all knotted up at 7-7. And with just 44 seconds to go in that first quarter, Lorson got his 18th rushing touchdown of the season, his second on the night, a four-yard run, seven play, 82 yards. It took one minute and 56 seconds, the extra point by Allison Good. And that's where we stand as we have 10.32 to go here in the first half. The Jersey Shore Bulldogs leading the Seals 14-7. It was Trey Bainey that was down, and he's walking off the field with the medical staff here. So you will see Schaefer come in to play that right defensive tackle position. Also, you see Steve Miller, he'll, he'll spell Nate Schoen playing that defensive tackle position on this punt by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So it'll be interesting to see what we have here. We have some fresh legs with Nick Schaefer in there and uh, Steve Miller. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to see what those guys do. Uh, early on, the Seals' uh, defensive front was handling that uh, the offensive line at Jersey Shore. We'll see if they can continue to do that here. Now we have a whistle here. The officials chit-chat for a second, and then they're going to get the play clock going. 10.32 to go in the first half, 14-7 lead for Jersey Shore. This punt's away. It's a short, low punt, and it's going to bounce and take a good roll for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But Seals Grove's going to have great field position. They'll have it at the 41 or the 40-yard line. You don't see many punts like that. I don't think that thing got more than six and a half feet off the ground, and it almost hit every guy on the field in the back of the head. Jersey Shore fortunate to get a good roll. Seals Grove does get field, good field position at their own 40-yard line. No trailing 14-7. We got field, good field position. You notice they're not going to kick to our receivers in our punt return anymore either. They did not want our uh, our receivers to catch that ball, and, and I doubt if you're going to see them punt very well all night long. They're going to punt those, uh, whatever you want to call those punts, that low, uh, low line, line drive. Line yeah. Well, now see if Seals Grove can benefit from that offensively. First down and 10 at their own 40, trailing 14-7 with 10-23 to go here in the first half. Danny in the shotgun formation, sends Nyland in motion. Gives it to Nyland, now he's gonna throw it. Gonna look for Brett Ford. Strong down the right sideline, in and out of the hands of the receiver and defender, and now there's gonna be a whip. Now there's gonna be a flag thrown, late flag thrown. The ball hit the turf, rolled away, and then there's gonna be a chit chat. Is that gonna be offensive, defensive? I, I'm assuming it's on, on Jersey Shore based on the reaction of their players. Uh, they're talking about it right now and why they do that. They're, But they're not walking the ball up to the right. They're going back to the left where Seals Grove flying to scrimmage. They're going to say, let's see if they walk this off and why they figured out Philadelphia Eagles are on a bye week. Next up for the Eagles will be the New England Patriots November 17th on Eagle 107, and it will be a penalty against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They'll take the ball. They'll mark it at the Jersey Shore Bulldogs following the personal foul penalty against the Bulldogs. After that play was over, something must have been said by the defender for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. First down and 10 in Bulldog territory for the Seals at the 45-yard line. 10-16 to go in the opening half. Danny all by himself in the backfield. Five wide receivers under a lot of pressure. Gets rid of it. Wyatt Metzger makes the catch, bounces off the tackle, turns it up, and gets it to the 41-yard line. So a pickup of four. It'll be a second down and six. You got to like the positive play of four yards. I love it. Uh, four yards on first down. They got the ball to Wyatt Metzger, one of the one of the go-to guys as far as I'm concerned. Very short hitch pass by him. Come out again, five wides again. 
Danny all by himself in the backfield, so you know the blitz is going to come off the edge, and it does again. But he's going to hold it for too long. Now he takes off and runs, gets rid of it, looking for Nate Schoen, underthrown as Danny was hit. And come and make, get the pressure on Danny that time when the empty backfield was Kirshner. Danny tried to get to to Schoen, and boy, if if he was able to get it there, awesome. I think Schoen's running. He would have been off for a long races. time. Yeah, and, and I like I like what we're doing here offensively. I think Ferrero, Mike Ferrero's got a good game plan. He came out in five wides, and and they're blitzing off the edge, but they can't get there because Danny's just getting that ball, the ball thrown very quickly, very short, quick patterns. I like it. They stay with the same thing. Trips the right two wide receivers to the left on this third down and long. Now the blitz, he's coming right into the blitz. Able to get rid of it. Looking for Schoen out there, and he's not able to make the catch. Boy, it's not often you see your fullback or your tailback down 30 yards downfield on a pass play, but he was the inside receiver. Schoen was on the left side that time. Got down one-on-one with the safety. Actually had to turn around backward to try and backpedal to try to catch that ball. Just couldn't bring it in. So fourth down, and Seals Grove will punt this sort of way. It'll be Metzger coming out again, trying to do what he's done all season, pinning the def- opponent deep in their own territory. Hess and Anderson back. It's a high end-over-end kick. It's going to bounce and be spotted down there. Not one of his better punts, but it is inside the 20-yard line. See if they'll mark it about the 17-yard line. Jersey Shore will take over. 9.24 to go in the opening half. Seals Grove trailing 14-7. Seals Grove lone score came on a 31-yard punt return by junior Brett Four. Lorson has both touchdown rushes for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Danny Shock playing the corner here on the right. Trips to the left for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Handoff goes to Maliki. He's hitting the backfield, uses some strength, and dragging defenders. He's able to get it to the 22-yard line before he's finally taken down. So a good hard run, almost five yards on that. So it'll be a second down and five coming up on nine to go here in the first half. Yeah, they ran a, a counter-blocked play, a counter-action type of play with one back in the backfield. Tanner Larson rolling to his right. Going to take off and run. He's upended. Good job. Is that Teague Hoover? No, Brandon Heil making the stop, or else it looked like Lorson was going to have a lot of green grass. Good job by the sophomore linebacker to make the stop. Short of a first down, and it's going to be a third down and three for the Bulldogs. They're going to go trips to the left. One wide receiver to the right. One back in the backfield with Lorson. Takes the snap. Lorson's going to keep it. Hit by Makai Showers. Driven into the turf by Schoen and Ryan Almond. Big stop on the play. When you're looking for Shemokadim Health Center backbreaker plays of the game, you add that in as one of the candidates on a big third down play for the Seals defense. They tried to go to that quick quarterback option again, and Lorson was going to keep it all the way, and they went to the well one too many times with that play because our guys picked up Lorson on, on, uh, on the option. See how Anderson handles this punt here, gets it away. This is a good high kick. Going to go to Brett Four. Makes a catch at the 47. Makes a man miss. And is able to get it into Jersey Shore territory to the 44-yard line. It'll be a first down and 10 for the Seals. I see Michael Ball taking the field for the Seals. Grove Seals will come in and play on that offensive line for the Seals. He must have replaced Trey Bainey because Trey's out right now. But uh, now uh, good field position for the Seals. We're going to start on the Jersey Shore 45-yard line. Trailing 7 nothing with 7.56 to go here in the first half. Yep. 
Josh Nyland split far to the right. See Chris on him. Dandy under center. Takes the snap. Gives it deep man. Hollenbach able to scoot through. Falls forward. Gets a couple good positive yards. Can't get bored with that. That's been the motto of our stat man, Zach Showers. Don't get bored with a couple yards on first down. You keep it in front of the chains. Yeah, they just, we down blocked on the right side there. Amon kicked out on the defensive end on the right side. And, uh, and Dean Hollenbach hit it right up inside that uh, uh, the kickout block of, of uh, Almond. And there's no safety as Owen Anderson's five yards off the line of scrimmage. And it's actually Guthrie on here on the left side for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. This is going to go Hollenbach. He breaks out of the crowd, spins, he gets thrown to the turf. Wow, good saving tackle that time by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That's Packer or else Hollenbach was going to have a lot of room up the right sideline. Good defensive play, but it sets up a third down and very manageable two for the Seattle's Grove Seals. And that was the same exact play they ran on first down. Again, Amon kicked out on the defensive end on the right side. Show, uh, uh, Dean Hollenbach hit it right up behind that kickout block and got some good yards there. I like the fact that Coach Ferrero saw what was there and he came back to it. Third and about what? About two. Yep, ten seconds on the play clock. Danny under center. Five on the play clock. Gets the snap. Gives it to Hollenbach. Tries to pull his way straight forward, and he's not going to get to it. He's going to be short. It's going to be a fourth down and a long one, short two. How does Seals Grove handle this one? They just try to lead right, and it got stuffed on the line of scrimmage. And they're going to punt this one away for the Seals. Again, trying to pin him deep. As right now, it just keeps going back and forth. Right now, Seals Grove has the benefit of better field position. So you don't want to give that up and go for it here on this fourth and two. They're going to ask Metzger to try to, once again, they have no return guy back for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, thinking that Seals might try to fake it here. Yeah. But it's going to go to Metzger. Now he can just punt it out there, keep it out of the end zone. It should roll and pin. Got to go get it. And Hollenbach does. Inside the five, exactly what you want your punter to do. And it's going to pin Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Metzger, he told us. He has no skill. He just punts it and he goes where he wants it to go. Yeah, he just he's, he just he does it by feel. Yeah, and yeah. we argue with him. He's got skill. He has skill. Yeah, and he's, he's done it all year long. This yeah. isn't by chance. He's a modest kid. He's a nice kid. He's very modest. Five forty-seven to go here in the opening half. Fourteen-seven lead for the Bulldogs. Metzger has just pinned the Jersey Shore Bulldogs inside their five-yard line. Hollenbach got down there to touch it down. And right now it's Tanner Lorston comes out. With one back in the backfield, wide receivers to each side. Takes the snap. Two-step drop. Hit the backfield. Able to get away from the defender. Going to take off and run. Brandon Hiles going to make the stop at the six-yard line. And Nate showed had a chance at Lorson in the end zone. Lorson showed his strength and got away from shown and able to turn it into a nice pickup to the six-yard line. He broke the grip of a, uh, of a state champion 220-pound wrestler to get out of that and uh, get out of that safety. To add to the impressive season by Tanner Larson. Takes the snap. Two-step drop. Looking to the right. Knocked down that time. Got the balls up. Micaiah showers or is that Vance Metzger and knocks it into the turf. And it's going to be a third down and seven for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And the, Tanner Larson was just looking for a very quick pass off to his right there. He was going to throw a, a little hitch pass and try to break it free. And it was Vance Metzger got his hands up. You can't get to the quarterback. You teach him, get your paws up, and exactly what the 
defensive end did for the Seals. Big third, down seven. Lorson drops back. He's got a lot of time. Gets rid of it. He's got a man. Making a catch is Anderson. Turn it upfield. He's got some rope. Gets away from a tackle. Finished off by Teague Hoover. And that's going to be enough for a Jersey Shore first down. Just enough for a first down. Just a little, about a five-yard stop play. Uh, the receiver uh, was able to get a couple more yards after the catch. Just was, enough for first down. That's Anderson making the catch. Clock goes under 5, 14-7 lead for the Bulldogs here in the first half. Larson is shotgun. He's got some time. Gets rid of it. Under throw to Hess, and they're going to call it incomplete. He did not get it out to Hess. Hess tried to go down to make the catch, but it falls incomplete, and it'll be second down and 10 as Jersey Shore has it at their own 16-yard line, second down and 10. And Jersey Shore is just trying to control the rush of the Seals by shotgun snaps and very quick throws. And he's trying to get rid of it before the, the, the Seals front can get to him. Trips to the left for the Bulldogs. One wide receiver to the right. Man goes in motion, but Lorson's rolling to the left. Throws it out to Maliki, being chased by T. Hoover, and he's going to go down quickly. Hoover's run pursuit out of this world, and it's Kissinger helps him finish it off. And once again, that was the that was a quick option to the left here. The quarterback did pitch at that time, and T. Hoover just put a big league tackle on the kid in open space. They had a lot of success in week two on that, but Seals Grove defensively has made those adjustments. Lorson rolling to his right. Nate Schoen's got him in the backfield and gets the sack. Nate Schoen not touched into the backfield. He says, Lorson, you got me once. Not this time. Now, because of that sack, Jersey Shore is going to have to punt from their own end zone. And with Brett Ford already has a touchdown on the night and Nylon, and they'll stand about the Jersey Shore 42-yard line waiting for this punt from Owen Anderson. He's going to get it away, line drive, end over end kick, take it off the turf by Brett Ford, and a good tackle. Good tackle that time, not allowing Brett Ford to get any traction. That was Maliki who got in, but Seals Grove once again has all the field position here in the second quarter. That's why they punted it away. As Derek said, I trust my defense to pin Jersey Shore deep, and it benefits Seals Grove with great field position again at the 42-yard line. Well, I'll tell you what, that was a, that was a heck of a, an effort by our, our man just to catch that uh, that punt. By formation for Danny Shuck. Wide receivers to each side. The safety seven yards off the line of scrimmage. Danny drops back, pitches to Schoen. Schoen between the tackles. Fall forward to the 40-yard line. So he can pick up just about a yard and a half, and that's going to be it. But, boy, they're not far from being broken. And how far that safety is coming up, if our running backs get to that second level, they should be able to take it the distance. Yeah, Jersey Shore is challenging us to throw downfield. They have 11 people in the box. They're, they're, they're hugging the line of scrimmage. They're saying, we're gonna again, like the last time, they're going to say, we're, we're, we're taking your run away. You go ahead and try to throw it on us. Their safety is five yards off the line of scrimmage right now. Five and a half yards. And they're staying in the eye formation with wide receivers to each side. Danny takes the snaps. Going to give it to Schoen again. Off the left side. Bulls his way just short of the 35-yard line to the 36-yard line. So this is going to be a third down and about six for the Seals. Under three to go here in the first half. 14-7 lead. Now on the clock it says third down and four. Yeah. So that's yep. That's what they're going to say. Third mm-hmm. down and four. I like that even better. It's let's just, get five when you need four. Well, let's do it. It's a third and manageable. We can, you know, you can manage four yards. High formation once again for Danny Shock. Takes the snap. 
Gives to Schoen. Tiptoes in the backfield. He's going to pull his way right short of the first down marker. Fourth down and one. How do they? They're going to give him a first down. Wow. Good. We'll take it. Wow. I, my 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 sight is not good on that one because it looked like the down looked like the chain was all the way at the 31 but maybe that's it, yeah it's a, they must yeah. be right at the 32 as our angle here it's pretty close to the field so it does take away from some of those angles but nonetheless it's positive seals Grove picks up a first down clocks at 205 as shock waiting for the snap gets it gives it to ryan on it hitting the backfield gets away from one guy but not the next guy yeah, I do see Bainey in the game. He is playing center, so that's good news for the Seals. Dawson Seacrest just blitzed right into that thing. We ran a, a fullback counter. We, we faked the ball to uh, our tailback, gave it to Ahmed, going back to the left, and they blitzed the linebacker right into it. Good guess by the Jersey Shore coaches. You talk about Seacrest came in, came in tonight averaging 11.5 tackles. He gets a big one there. He's a good one. Second down in long. Danny drops back. He's got some time this time. Looking down the left sideline for Kants. Tries to take it off the bobble. Knocked to the turf. Defended well out there by the Jersey Shore Bulldog cornerback. Looks like that's that Schaefer over there trying to get the number to see. But it was well defended, and it falls to the turf. Now it's going to be a third down and 12. 124 to go in the opening half. Seals Grove trailing 14-7. Christian Kans just ran about 15 yards downfield, almost came up with it. Well defended by the uh, the cornerback of Jersey Shore, though. Listen, in Seals Grove football, appreciate you checking here on Eagle107.com. Third down and long. Danny in the shotgun formation, taking the snap. Under heavy pressure, he's going to take off and run. Makes a man miss. Got a lot of green grass. Make another guy miss up the left sideline. Oh. And now a flag's going to be thrown in. They're going to say that Christian Kans blocked in the back. But he got a first down, right? Will that give him a first down and then walk it off, or is that play negated altogether? That is a spot foul, so wherever the ball ends up. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, WEGH, Northumberland, Seals Grove. So the officials will chit-chat about this one as Danny had picked up what was going to be a first down on some nifty running, and now they're... Bring this one back after the penalty. Like you said, it will be a spot foul, so the officials will chit-chat about this one. So third take down. that one away, and there's going to be a timeout taken here. So instead of being a first down for Danny on some good running, Seals Grove will be forced into a third down here. Give a chance to send it back to Sean Carey. Some updated scores, including our... Plays Alexandra for Tough Game of the Week. Sean. All right, guys, thanks very much. On our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard in the District 1 Quad A Championship, they've reached halftime with Bishop Shanahan leading Upper Moreland 28 to nothing. The winner of that game will take on either the Seals or Jersey Shore in states next week. In the District 4 AAA semifinals, approaching halftime, Montoursville easy time, blanking Warrior Run 34-0. Halftime, Loyal Sox 7, Central Columbia nothing. And District 4 Class A championship tonight at the half, Muncie leads Canton 16-13. The AA semifinals will be tomorrow night. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Thompson Street Stadium, Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Thank you, Sean. Reset things here. One thirteen to go in the first half. Seals Grove trailing 14-7. 
Seals Grove load touchdown. Brett four thirty-one yard touchdown on a punt return. But Seals Grove following the penalty will have a third down and five from the Jersey Shore twenty-seven yard line. Thinking this is four down territory. Seals Grove manages here. Two backs in the backfield with Danny Shock in the shotgun formation. Two wide receivers split to the right. No safety. All receivers one on one. Danny gets the stat. He's got some time. Slant. Oh. Knocked away. The linebacker was able to get there and knock that one away, and that's Samar, the junior, as Danny was looking for Josh Nyland on the deep slam. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a it was a tough one. It it was there. It was a good call by Coach Ferrero. Um, Nyland was the inside receiver on the right side. He ran a slant because there was no safety, no deep safety in there. So he ran a slant right where the safety would have been, and but we just threw it behind him. So it'll be a fourth down here, fourth down and five. Danny drops back. He's got some time. Gets rid of it. He's got Brett Ford makes the catch. Trying to make a man miss to get the first down. Markers, the ball comes out. It's on the turf, and it'll be tackled. So it's a turnover. It would have been a turnover on downs as Josh Nyland makes the stop. Brett Ford looked like he's going to be short of a first down on that one. He did fumble it, but good effort by Josh Nyland to keep Jersey Shore from getting good field position with just one minute to go here in the first half. That's a huge momentum swing. So now what we've got to do is we've just got to we've got to control this offense. A minute and one, we cannot allow them to have any success right here before the half. As Lorson will be in the shotgun, trips to the right. Gets the snap, rolling to the right, looking underneath, going to throw it to Anderson. He makes the catch. As there's a block in the, a block in the back by Hess. A, you call it anything, a block, block in the back, a blind block. What do they call that? Whatever they're doing. But bottom line, it's a penalty against Sturgis Shore. That's player, take, whatever you yeah. want to call it. But, yeah, we could block Scott kissing it right direct in the middle of the back. So that's going to bring that pass and catch for, by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and they'll walk that one off. So right on top of that one as Lorison rolled to his right, found his receiver, but as the receiver turned up the right sideline, Hess came and blindside block is what they call it. So it's going to be a walk-off. Yep. 54 seconds to go in the opening half. And what opening half to this district title game it's been. Lorson, two, one, two touchdown runs, four of the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seals Grove scored on a punt return by Brett Four. And that's been it. Clock's running with 52 seconds to go here in the first half. Anderson goes in motion. Lorson's going to get it. He's going to keep it. He's going to get away from two guys up the right sideline, skip down the sidelines, and finally driven into the turf. Did he get out of bounds? And they're going to say he did get out of bounds at 39 seconds to go here in the first half. Some extracurricular stuff going on the sideline. A lot of coaches yelling and screaming. And some players, good job by both teams to separate guys from any curricular stuff here. Definitely don't want to be a personal foul penalty. As a ju- that, that was a tough six-yard run by Lorson. i got to tell you, he ran that thing like a fullback. And did get a bounce to stop the clock. Second down and four for Jersey Shore. Lorson drops back. Looking down the left sideline. Looking for Westland. Westland's going to be knocked away. Knocked out of bounds. And they're saying, where? That's a pass interference against Danny Schock. I, I want to know where that interference is. I saw three guys going for the ball and a flag came. They're going to bump into each other. Danny turned uh, just on the play. Put his hand straight up. They're saying there was some contact. And, boy, this final 32 seconds has just changed dramatically 
as they're going to walk this penalty off against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Oh, okay. Okay, I can live with that. I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't, oh, no, it's coming against the Seals. It'll be against the Seals. <laughs> the so defensive back has just as much right to go for that ball as the offensive back does. So it is a penalty against Danny Schock. So it'll be a first down and 10. 32 seconds to go in the opening half. 14-7 lead for Jersey Shores. Lorson rolls to his right. He's going to throw. He's got a man right at the sideline. But tackled quickly that time by Teague Hoover at the 30-yard line, making the catch with Schaefer. But it's at the 30-yard line. Or he's going to say it was out of bounds, short of the 30-yard line, as they put it, what, about the 33. So it's going to be... First, nope, is second down and about a half yard for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with 26 seconds to go. Why is the clock stopped? Yeah, they're stopping here. it now. They stopped the clock. I'm not sure. I don't know. They they stopped the clock on that play there, but now the officials are going to chit-chat and let you remind you that uh, coming up at halftime, we'll check in with Sean Carey, updated scores and other games going on around the Valley. Our stat man, Zach Showers, will get us the first half stats. Dave and I will analyze that first half that right now stands at 14-7 lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with 26.1 seconds to go. And, boy, a stop here is crucial for the Seals Grove defense. Cannot allow the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Now they're saying it was a first down, and that's why the clock stopped, and they never reset the chain. So a long time out here. As the officials had to chip that one over, first down and 10, but so they stopped that one before that play got underway. Shotgun from Lorson, drops back, under heavy pressure by Kissinger, gets rid of it. It's got a man wide open, that's Anderson, as he'll make the catch at the 20-yard line. Now at the 19-yard line, the clock will stop to reset the chains and maybe a potential timeout taken by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and that looks like what they will do. Jersey. We're looking for Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game candidates, and boy, we need a big one here. Yeah, we do. The, yeah, yeah Seals Grove needs a big one right now. Uh, the ball's on their own 19-yard line, so we're, yeah, we need a big defensive stop with 19 seconds left before this half. We've got to get momentum back on our side before this half ends. Right now, a good momentum buster for for the Seals would be to to stop this before they get it into a a, a touchdown or a situation where they can kick a field goal. Uh, Cam Allison on the uh, stat sheet, they said he had not had a field goal all season long. I don't think that's correct, so I don't know how long he's able to kick from, but his extra points look like he definitely could kick from this range if he had to. Yeah. There's no win factor involved. The flags on the goalposts are lying still, so that's not going to be a factor for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But Seals Grove try to come up with a big stop here. This is 19 huge. seconds ago in the first half. Trips to the right. One wide receiver, Weston, with Danny Shock defending him. Going in motion is Maliki. Lorson drops back, looking over the middle. Intercepted. Back the other way is Teague Hoover. Looking for a wall. There's going to be a flag on the play. But it is an interception, but there's going to be a flag thrown. Nate Schoen tried to say it's going to be against... Jersey Shore, but the official standing over the flag after the Teague Hoover interception, but it looked like the interception was stand, right? And it was a block oh, on yeah, the yeah, return. Yeah. That happened after the interception, so it's a sealed ball regardless, no matter what they call. Which is a huge stop and a great job by 
your safety, Teague Hoover, making the interception. Teague Hoover, that would be his fifth interception of the season. And now the officials are chit-chatting. Going to let you know. They're going to call it holding, but that's not a big deal here. The interception, we're looking for candidate Smokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. And, boy, Teague Hoover steps in front of that one, makes the interception. Seals Grove can kneel down here. Jersey Shore does have two timeouts remaining, but it does not matter. No. With the kneel here, that will wind out the first half clock as Seals Grove will go into halftime, trailing the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 14 to seven. Danny will take the snap here, kneel down, and the clock will wind down. And that wrap up the first half here from Thompson Street Stadium with the District 4 4A title on the line. We'll take a break. Take a break. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Employee Pricing Plus at the Black Friday sales event. We are closing out 2019 inventory with Employee Pricing Plus prices on most models. Mark, Employee Pricing Plus on new 2019 Jeep Cherokee Limited is over $6,400 off MSRP. And Grand Cherokee Altitudes are over $4,300 off MSRP. You don't have to be an employee to get Employee Pricing Plus at the Black Friday sales event. Come into Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury today or call 570-980-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach Soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Eagle 107. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Eagle 107. Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Sean Carey with you in studio. District 4 Quad A Championship tonight at Thompson Street Stadium in Jersey Shore. The Bulldogs leading the Seals by a score of 14-7. to seven. Scores across the Valley, they have all hit halftime. The winner of tonight's Seals Grove Jersey Shore game, a District 4 Quad A Championship, will be advancing to states next week and will take on the winner of the District 1 Quad A Championship game. Looks like that'll be Bishop Shanahan, number three seed, District 1 out of Philadelphia area.
area. They are shutting out Upper Moreland at the half by a score of 28 to nothing. The Bishop Shanahan Eagles over the Upper Moreland Golden Bears. That's 28 nothing at the half. Back to District 4 tonight. Games at the half. Montoursville having their way with Warrior Run. Shutting out the defenders 34 to nothing after Warrior Run received their first playoff win in their program history last week, eliminating Lewisburg 28 to 7. And Loyal Sock tonight is shutting out Central Columbia at the half 7 to nothing thanks to a one yard touchdown run by Loyal Sock quarterback Chase Cavanaugh. The District 4 AA semifinals, both of those games will be tomorrow night. Top seeded Southern Columbia will take on the number five seed North Penn Mansfield was upset. Wellsboro last week. Wellsboro defeated North Penn Mansfield in their rivalry game to finish the regular season two weeks ago. North Penn Mansfield winning the first round playoff game last week and punching their ticket to Catawissa tomorrow night at 7. To North Penn Mansfield's credit, they lost 18, 19 players due to graduation last year. So lots of young players on the squad. So to their credit, still alive here in the postseason. But a very daunting task ahead of them tomorrow night as they take on undefeated Southern Columbia. And in the District 4 AA semifinal, the other matchup tomorrow night, the Mount Carmel area Red Tornadoes having a very solid season. John Dara and his team will be heading up north to take on the Troy Trojans, the number two seed. Again, that'll be a 7 o'clock kick tomorrow night, District 4 AA semifinals. In the District 4 single-A championship game tonight, it is a rematch of last year's contest. Muncie is leading Canton at Moyer Field in Canton this evening by a score of 16-13 to after Muncie taking a quick 10-0 lead. Canton coming back to make it a contest at 16-13 Muncie as the Indians lead at the half. Coming up tomorrow here on Eagle 107, it's the start of a Bucknell sports weekend. And the Bucknell Bison will renew their rivalry with the Lehigh Mountain Hawks. Dave Cicchini's old team. We'll hear from Coach Cicchini tomorrow, 1230 in the pregame kickoff at 1. Doug Birdsong and Kevin Hur will have the call here on Eagle 107. We mentioned it's a big Bucknell sports weekend. If you go to bucknell.edu slash box office, you can purchase $20 tickets. That 20 bucks will get you in to the football game, the women's basketball home opener tomorrow night at Soika Pavilion, and the men's home opener on Sunday afternoon in Soika Pavilion. Bucknell men defeating Fairfield on Tuesday night up in Connecticut, 68-64. to The home opener for the Bucknell Bison men's basketball team will be Sunday at 2 p.m. against Vermont. We'll have that for you here on Eagle 107 beginning at 1.30. With the warm-up and head coach Nathan Davis joining Doug Birdsong. Doug will have the play-by-play courtside at Soika Sunday at 2. So once again, Bucknell football, Bucknell women's basketball, and Bucknell men's basketball. Three games, all three for 20 bucks during an orange-out weekend for the Bucknell Bison. You can go to bucknell.edu slash box office and purchase your tickets and also catch the action here this weekend on Eagle 107. The Philadelphia Eagles have a bye. The Pittsburgh Steelers play on Sunday afternoon against the Rams. That coverage on 100.9. The Valley will begin at 225 and the kickoff at 425. It's also a big day of college football tomorrow. Lots of great matchups, including... Ohio State, they're in the news today because their star player, uh, a player who could go number one in the 2020 draft, Ohio State defensive end Chase Young, he has been ruled out for tomorrow's game against Maryland. Story broke this morning, and Chase Young went on social media uh, to say that 
uh, because of an NCAA eligibility issue, would not be playing in the game. According to his post on social media this morning, he said he made a mistake last year by accepting a loan from a family friend. He's known since the summer before his freshman year at Ohio State, repaid it in full last summer, and working with the university and the NCAA to get back on the field as soon as possible. In his tweet, says he wanted to thank his family, teammates, coaches, and the whole Ohio State community for their love and support. Ohio State takes on Maryland tomorrow. Of course, the, the big game in the Big Ten uh, that not only the conference is going to be dialed in on, but the entire nation and Nittany Nation, too. You have undefeated 8-0 Penn State taking on undefeated Minnesota. Minnesota has been playing at TF Bank Stadium for the past decade or so. It's definitely the biggest game in that stadium's history, and it is the biggest game in Minnesota program history for the last uh, several years. Earlier this week, Minnesota head coach P.J. Fleck gave his observations on Nittany Lions quarterback Sean Clifford. He's incredibly accurate. The quarterback is phenomenal playing at a high level. The one thing he does really well is if he doesn't have his first, second, third read, he's not afraid to pull the ball down and run because he's a great runner. And he runs like a tailback. Uh, he's, got, he's elusive. He can run. He's got great vision. So when you have that, you've got a guy who doesn't just take sacks either, nor does he throw a lot of incompletions or interceptions because he knows I can just pull it down and run and get the first down and keep the chains moving, reset the down and distance and go from there. He's a very, very talented athlete, very talented player. He's got weapons everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Fleck also praised James Franklin on Penn State's talent and depth. Penn State's a blue blood program. They get, they get the top recruits in the country, but they, that doesn't surprise you with James Franklin. Not only do they get the top, they get the top of the top because it's James Franklin and his staff. Flack wants to bring a title back to Minnesota. Right now, you're in the thick of things, and everybody else is enjoying it. But that's great. That's why you did it. You, you do it for other people. I mean, we talk about serving and giving. We want Minnesota to be at a high level for everybody else to enjoy as well. We want to bring back all of our Gopher fans. We want to have sellouts at TCF Bank Stadium. We want to be looked at as a national brand. And so they're doing that. But you can't get caught up in that. P.J. Flex says every game is important, not just tomorrow's game. It's not just one game means more than the other. They all matter. And it always goes back to game one. If we don't win game one, this doesn't matter. If we don't win game four, this doesn't matter. If we don't win game seven, this doesn't matter. So it's hard to sit there and look at it like, okay, well, who are they and where are they ranked? You know, I tell our players internally, they have to think they're ranked one with everything that we do. We want to be the best. We, we, we want to do everything at an elite level, at a championship level. And then sooner or later, you get to that point. And Flex says his players deserve to be in the position they are in right now. Penn State is Penn State for a particular reason. We're on our way of building that in terms of restoring our tradition from the past to the present. But again, if you start looking at it like it's just one, that, that game and what that means and you put all your eggs in that basket, I don't want them to ever think that way. I want them to think in a one-game season that this one got you a chance to be this one, and you've earned the right for a big game. The head coach, formerly of Western Michigan, that told his team to row to uh, row the boat now in his second season with Minnesota. P.J. Fleck, who, by the way, received a seven-year contract extension earlier this week. Again, one of their biggest games in ever in their program history for the Golden Gophers as they entertain the Penn State Nittany Lions tomorrow. That is a 12.07 p.m. kickoff Eastern, just after 11 a.m. Central Time in Minneapolis. You'll be able to catch that live tomorrow morning on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
Steve Jones, Jack Ham on the Penn State Sports uh, Penn State Sports Network. Uh, you'll also be able to hear the Penn State game on our Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Just download that from Google Play or the Apple App Store. Search Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Tap WKOK for the Penn State play-by-play. Here on Eagle 107 tonight from Thompson Street Stadium, it is the District 4 Quad A Championship game. Once again, it is the Seals Grove Seals and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs going for gold. Checking the first half highlights from tonight's matchup. Top quarterback in the area for sure. Jersey Shore senior QB Tanner Lorson hit two big pass plays early, barely a couple of minutes into the game, and set up the first Jersey Shore score of the night. Now they come up in the I formation with Maliki the deep man. Lorson's going to keep it. Go left. Stretching it to the goal line. No call yet as they're going to stop him short. Now they say it's a touchdown. That was a one-yard touchdown run for Tanner Lorson, capping off a five-play 77-yard drive and only taking 93 seconds off the clock. Barely two minutes into the contest, Jersey Shore led by a score of 7 to nothing. A little over halfway through the first quarter, the Seals were able to pin Shore back near their end zone, and Seals Grove able to capitalize on special teams. End over end kick be taken by Brett Four at the 30. Up the left sideline, speed to the 20, 15, 10, 5, turns at the 5, goal line, touchdown, Seals, go Seals! Great play on special teams by Brett Four. Was able to spin out of a tackle off the five-yard line and dive in for the score on that special team's punt return, and we were even at 7-7 going into the second quarter. Jersey Shore is able to convert a third down and two to extend a drive, able to get into the red zone, and once again, Tanner Lorson taking it in for a Jersey Shore score. Third down and goal from the four. Lorson's keeper. Goal line touchdown. Yeah, quick option left. Uh, the quarterback and tailback ran an option left. Lorson didn't even pitch it. We had the pitch covered by our outside backer. Lorson kept it. Uh, nobody got the quarterback. As a seven-play, 82-yard drive, taking 156 off the clock. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess here on Eagle 107 tonight. And that Tanner Lorson four-yard touchdown run and the point after, making the score where we're at now at the half, Jersey Shore 14 and Seawinds Grove 7. Once again, uh, the other scores we're following across the central Susquehanna Valley tonight on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Uh, the game that we're watching closely, the District 1 Quad A Championship winner of this game between the Seals and Bulldogs looks like be going up against Bishop Shanahan. They lead 28-0 over Upper Moreland at halftime. District 4 AAA semifinal. Finals, Montoursville 34, Warrior Run nothing, Loyal Sox 7, Central Columbia nothing. Both games at the half and the single-A championship at the half, Muncie 16, Canton 13. The double-A semifinals will be tomorrow night, North Penn Mansfield at Southern Columbia and Mount Carmel at Troy. Don't forget, once our game goes final tonight, we'll have our Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. We'll hear from Seals Grove head coach Derek Hicks, along with uh, select players following the matchup this evening and the medal presentations on the field at Thompson Street Stadium. And then we'll be with you in studio to cap off the second weekend of playoff action on Sunbury Motors game night. We'll take a break, head back to Thompson Street Stadium after that. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, and the Z-Man, the Statman, Zach Showers, give us the numbers and set the table for the second half of the District 4 Quad A Championship with Jersey Shore leading Seals Grove 14 to 7. This is Seals Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Now what are you doing? Can't you smell that? Uh, do I want to? Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm fresh cut Christmas tree smell. Oh man, I can't wait to cut down my tree. Have that fresh cut tree smell in the house. You slow down, you're gonna hurt yourself. 
Don't worry, I got this. But you can help me clean out the car. What for? Ornaments. It'll soon be time for the ugly ornament sale. We need all the room we can get. Maybe I better find our luggage carrier that goes on the roof. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, your stop for all things Christmas. Mexico Road in Milton. Shop hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. through December 23rd. Find them on Facebook or Cole'sStonyHill.com. It's a Veterans Day sale at Blaze Alexander Ford. We've got over 150 new vehicles at Musco looking for a new 2020 Ford Explorer. We've got over 30 with discounts up to eight grand. How about a Ford Escape? We've got discounts up to $9,000 on those and over 20 2020s in stock. Looking for a 4x4 truck? We've got over 100 F-150 and F-250s with discounts up to $14,000. All retired and active military will get special bonuses from Blaze Alexander Ford and Ford Motor Company. As a thank you for your service, Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, the lowest price guaranteed, period. Eagle 107. Welcome to Thompson Street Stadium. We're at halftime as the Seals Grove Seal marching band entertaining the crowd on the far side. It's the 12th time we've seen them in 2019, and it never gets old. Great job once again by the Seals Grove band entertaining a, a chilly crowd here from Thompson Street Stadium. Again at halftime, Seals Grove trailing 14-7 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Been handed the stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Take a look at the team numbers. First downs, Jersey Shore 8, Sealands Grove 2. Jersey Shore had 35 first downs a week ago against the Shikolemi Braves. Right now they have 8 at halftime to Sealands Grove, just 2. And back in week 2, Sealands Grove ended the night with one first down. Again, Sealands Grove 2 in that first half. In the rushing department, Jersey Shore 49 yards, Sealands Grove 35. In the passing department, Seals Grove just 25 yards, Jersey Shore 177. But as our stat man Zach Shower said, when you look at that number, you got to remember Lorson at 150 in the first quarter. Uh, he ended up with 177 at halftime. So the total numbers dominated by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 226 to Seals Grove, just 60 penalties an issue for both teams. Both teams have. Five penalties in that first half. Seals Grove for 55 yards and Jersey Shore for 45. Both teams have turnovers. Jersey Shore has thrown two interceptions, and the second one was a big one as Jersey Shore had a chance to at least potentially get a field goal opportunity, but Lorson threw his second interception of the night. That one was intercepted by Teague Hoover, who gets his fifth interception of the season, and a big one it is. It's a candidate for a smoke and ML Center backbreaker play of the game. Seals Grove has a fumble on the night. It was picked up by Jersey Shore after the Brett Four fumble. The lone score for Seals Grove, Brett Four, 31-yard punt return for a touchdown. Hoover and Nyland both have the interceptions. Dave, when you look at team numbers, some things jump out at you on a uh, from a team standpoint. There's no question. That the first thing that jumps out at me is the fact that uh, they had 177 yards, 150 in the first quarter and 22 in the second, which means our defense did get better. We They came out, I think we were a little stunned when they came out with that, that up-tempo, no huddle, real fast, get to the line of scrimmage, get the ball, get the ball in play. Um, I, I, they caught us on our heels a little bit, but we adjusted. We came back. We held them 22 yards in the second quarter. That's a good thing. But, yeah, it's lopsided right now. 226 total yards to 60 for the Seals. Seals are trailing 14-7 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Both teams have returned to the field. Taking individual numbers. First for Tanner Lorson, 12 for 20, 177 yards. And he does have the two interceptions. 
He has two two rushing touchdowns as well on 10 carries for 43 yards. Malicki, the feature back, six carries for just five yards. Receiving, Wesson has three catches, 82 yards. Has three catches for 60 yards. Anderson, five catches for 35 yards for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. For the Seals, Grove Seals, individually, Shock has three carries for 16 yards. Nate Schoen just 13 yards on seven carries. Hollenbach, after an explosive evening a week ago, just eight yards on three carries. In the receiving department, Danny Shock five for 13 for just 25 yards. Kantz has two catches. Nyland, Metzger, and four all have one catch apiece. So Seals Grove trailing just 14-7, even though they only put up 60 yards of offense in that first half. So we analyzed that first half. We know that Jersey Shore is saying, you're going to beat us. You're going to beat us by having to throw the ball. Danny, again, struggled a bit in that, struggled, to say the least, in that first half for the entire offense, not just on Danny. But, uh, man, something's got to give. And yeah. some, he, the, you hope the adjustments were made to potentially get a couple big plays out of the passing department. Well, let, let's hope so. We, we have to. Uh, we, and, and, again, they're putting 11 people inside the box, which, which really what it means is that they have 11 guys up in the line of scrimmage when we snap the ball. And, they're, and, which, what, and what they're doing with that is they're saying, yeah, we're going to take your runaway. Just go ahead and try to throw the ball on us. And, and you know, we'll adjust from there. But so far, uh, you know, we, we haven't been very effective. But I did talk to Coach Hicks at halftime. I, I ran into him down there. And he just said if we just get some offense moving, we're going to be okay. You know, and, and I agree. If, if we get some off, the defense has done a better job as the game has gone on. So time for the offense to step up. We're going to get the ball here. We're going to see what's going to happen. And Seals Grove de- dominated the field position as well throughout that whole second quarter, but unable to put it in the end zone. They trail 14-7. As that wraps up halftime here from Thompson Street Stadium, get ready for the second half. Seals Grove will get the second half kickoff. And one thing we know about Gravish, he'll pull anything out. So you got to be careful about the second half kickoff. Watch for an onside kick. Watch for just about anything from Tom Gravish and his Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Seals Grove looking to get good field position. They have been able to do it in special teams, whether it's Dean Hollenbach or Josh Nyland, as they both stand about their five-yard line, waiting for this kickoff by Allison for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Second half, getting ready to get underway with the title on the line and an opportunity to move into state playoffs. As Allison approaches, second half is underway. It's a line drive kick. It's going to go away from the return man. Go to the sideline. Pick up by Hollenbach. Trying to go from left to right. Looking for a wall. And he's going to get a wall up the right sideline. But then hit and bounces off another tackle. Reverses his field. But then met by multiple orange shirts before he's tackled to give him forward momentum out to the 17-yard line. Seals Grove will take over first down at 10 at their own 17-yard line with a lot of green in front of them. With an offense, again, struggled that first half to see if they can make some adjustments and get something going here because they're going to need to. Right now they trail 14-7, to just starting the second half. And I do see Trey Bainey back on that offensive line, so that's a good thing. It gives them more depth to go to. They need Nick Young as well. It's played at the center position. Looks like he is He's a right guard. moved to right guard. Trips to the left for Danny. Five wide receivers. Schoen goes in motion. Danny's going to keep it. Get a block from Schoen, and then just swallowed up quickly by Seacrest, who came over, and Seacrest came in as the lead receiver, and, boy, he took him off his feet as he got to the 20-yard line. So a short pickup, 
They look at him about three, so nothing to sneeze at. Second down and seven for the Seals. No, they came out in five wides, and, and Schoen uh, motioned into, in, into the front of the quarterback and turned up and lead block for the quarterback who kept the ball, Danny Schock. Got about three tough yards. Second down and seven. They'll stay in the same formation, five wide receivers for the Seals. Danny drops back, gets a pressure. And he's going to try to go ahead. He's going to do immediately. We know that linebacker's coming off. It's got to be a quick. That linebacker's going to get to it. It's got to be a catch and throw, catch and throw, snap and throw. That's what it's got to be. And that time uh, we had to hesitate. I'm not sure why, but we we hesitated and we were not able to get that ball off. So now it's a loss on the play after the sack by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Now setting up a third down and about 12 after the five-yard loss. On the sack by the Sealers girl or by the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Well, we're not getting anything on this defensive end over here, number 31. Now we are keeping Schoen in the backfield this time, and he's going to pick, he pick up. him up. Looking over the middle for Metzger, making the catch. He'll be short of a first down as he makes the catch at the 25. So Metzger is going to have to go from catching the ball short of a first down to punting it back to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and this is where field position now. Now Jersey Shore is in great situation to get a good return here and give them good field position as Owens will drop back excuse me Anderson will drop back along with number 23 and that's Dugan standing at their own 45 yard line look one of these big punts for Metzger gets it away knuckleballer it's going to bounce get a decent roll Hollenbach standing over top of it that's going to roll to the 33 yard line be spotted down there Ball got to the receiver, did a great job of getting his hands in, getting him on that ball. Almost picked it off. So forces a punting situation here for Anderson. Seals Grove low touchdown came on a punt return by Brett Ford. It's low snap. Anderson kicks it away from Nyland, but Nyland's able to go up and make the catch. Trying to change field position here, and that does a big part in there as they will get it at the 30 four-yard line. Seals will take over first down and ten. Their second offensive possession here in the second half. 9.05 to go here in the third period with Seals Grove trailing 14-7. to And the Seals defense just did an outstanding job of, of uh, making the, the Jersey Shore offense go three and out. Great job. See if Seals Grove tries to commit to the run here. They didn't they didn't there. And they do get some run here. This hollow box got speed. Try to get to the edge. Try to outrun a defender up the left sideline. Still going. Spins out of a tackle. And the senior running back gets the big offensive play Seals has been looking for as he's able to take it deep into Jersey Shore territory. And that was a blast right. That was a, a dominant lead. He kicked out on the on the defensive end on, on the right side. And uh, Dean Hollenbach just cut it right up inside and went for a long one. 52-yard run that time by Dean Hollenbach to set the Seals Grove Seals up here. Eye formation, there's going to be a flag thrown there. It's going to say offsides defense against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. The official on the far side says it's offside against Jersey Shore. Add another five yards there. Seals Grove will have it first down and five from the nine-yard line in Jersey Shore territory. This is huge. This is a one-score ball game right now. Seals put it in here. It's, it's, they could tie it up. Eye formation with Dean Hollenbach, the deep man in the eye. Danny under center, taking a snap. Good to give it to Ryan. He fumbled it. It's oh, on the turf. Man, 
bad break. Ryan Almond did not get the ball from the quarterback. Something with the, the mesh point where the quarterback and running back was off. The ball ended up on the ground. Jersey Shore came up with a fumble recovery. Second fumble of the night, but none bigger than that one. Sealensgrove was in business as it had a first down and five from the nine-yard line in Jersey Shore territory. As Dave said, the exchange was never there. Hit the turf, and Jersey Shore jumps on top of it as Jersey Shore is able to get their 12th and 13th fumble recovery tonight. And that 13th one is a huge one. Now Seals Grove defense is going to be asked to come up big here. And Jersey Shore just came out and ran the quick option right, and the quarterback got tackled, got about a yard. So second down and nine. Lorson drops back. Quick wide receiver screen to Westland. He makes the catch. As Danny Shock comes up, makes the stop along with Brandon Heil. And to get off the bottom of the piles, Micaiah Showers going to be short of a first down. Third down, and what are we looking at this angle here? About four. About four. So yep. Seals defense trying to come up big here. What a big third down play this is. This is a gigantic third down. Lorson drops back. Look it. Intercepted by Schaefer. He's going to drag defender. That's Larson trying to tackle him. And a huge interception as Nick Schaefer goes up and makes the interception. As that's a, one of the toughest interceptions you'll have to get on a five-yard. I mean, he was five yards away from the quarterback. And he was able to put a pole up and make the interception. This defense comes up big again. Nick Schaefer was playing on a defensive line there. He just got the hands up to try to bat the ball, to try to deflect it, and he ended up catching it. So let's forget all that just happened. Seals Grove now has it first down, goal to go from the seven. They fumbled the ball back to Jersey Shore. Nick Schaefer able to get the interception. Now Trey Beatty will come out and play the center position, gets the instruction from sophomore quarterback Danny Shock. Eye formation behind Danny. 7.44 to go here in the third. Seals Grove trailing by seven. Give it to Schoen. Trying to pop it to the outside. Jumps over a defender. Drags guys down close to the five. Maybe the four-yard line. Let's see if he gets all the way to the three-yard line as Schoen was able to jump over a would-be tackler and got good yardage on the run. Second down goal to go. I like from the, the three. Like the call by Mike Freire. He just he stayed Vanelli. He went right up the gut with it. And gave it to gave it to one of the horses. He gave it to Schoen. And Schoen comes out. Hollenbach in. Second goal to go from the three. Give it to Hollenbach. Try to bounce it to the outside. Simpsonbro would be tackler. Gets to the goal line. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. That was a that was an outside zone right. And I'll tell you what. Ryan Almond had a whale of a block on a defensive end, just flattened the defensive end of uh, Jersey Shore and allowed Dean Hollenbach enough enough space to get outside and get in untouched. So Seals Grove overcomes a fumble that gave the ball back to Jersey Shore. The defense comes up with the interception. It was Nick Schaefer making the interception. Seals Grove third interception of the night as now Kyle Rule, the all-important extra point. It's up, plenty of distance, and it's good. We have a ball game. This this is now a dogfight. This is a dogfight. This is going to be a knockdown, drag-out dogfight, man. I'll tell you what, our kids came out and got after them, and that was a great job on defense. Nick Schaefer did a great job. We needed a defensive play. They've gotten some interceptions on the night, but that one 
was huge. Setting Seals Grove up with great field position, and this time offensively, they were able to cash in with a touchdown by Dean Hollenbach, his fourth of the season, his first of the night. He finished off just a two-play drive, which covered just seven yards following the Schaefer interception and the extra point good, and Seals Grove ties us up with seven 06 to go here in the third. We have a battle on our hands now. It's time to go to war, Seals. Here we go. All tied up, 14-14. Hollenbach with four touchdown rushes over the past two weeks. The senior has come up big here late in the season. And now Seals Grove will look to kick this one away, trying to pin Jersey Shore deep in their own territory to keep the positive field position on their side. So you're looking at Kissinger and uh, Rothmall and Miller. And Almond on the far side, Heil, Oscar Bacharo, Teague Hoover, Hahn, Nate Almond, and Dean Hollenbach here on the near side. They're going to give it on a reverse this time. Goes to Anderson. He's going to be hit. Gets away from a tackle and finally finished off by Hahn and Nate Almond as he crosses the 25-yard line. And Seals Grove comes up with a pep in their step to the sideline as they go back on defense. You know, you can just you can just feel the hairs going up on the back of your neck now. You, this is a football game right now, man. We're gonna find out. Uh, we're gonna find out whose mama raised the tougher boys. Two yard, three yard run ties this one up. Quick throw this time out to Hess. He blows through two defenders to cross the 30 yard line. Looks like the market right about the 30 yard line. This is gonna be a pickup about four, maybe five. So second down and short for Jersey Shore. Quickly to the line of scrimmage. Quick pitch this time goes to Maliki. Danny Shock comes over and makes the stop. So that's something they had a lot of success in that first game, and they do get the most positive play out of that on the kind of that sprint option pitch from Larson to Maliki. Yeah, just, it's a very a quick option with uh, you know with Maliki and the quarterback, and we weren't ready. We were not lined up that time. They're at real high tempo now. Larson goes to the right. Design keeper's got room. He's going to get close to the first down sticks and beyond it as he gets at the midfield. This is something we saw a year ago. This is what Gravish will do when he starts to feel some momentum. He's going to go with the quick as they get into Seals Grove territory at the 49-yard line. First down and 10 for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Trip to the left, and now we're going to get a flag, and I love that because uh-huh. that slows down that momentum. Uh-huh. And I do believe that that was the left tackle of Jersey Shore that moved early. And if that does go against Jersey Shore, the walk that went off. Hey, remember, the Philadelphia Eagles are on a bye week, but next week the Eagles will take on the New England Patriots November 17th on Eagle 107. That's a penalty against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Puts the ball back at their 46-yard line, so it'll be a first down and 15 for the Bulldogs. 6.05 6.05 to go in the third quarter, all tied up, 14-14. Danny Shock one-on-one with the receiver. That's Weston. Going to fake it to Weston. Now going down the right side. Nylon on the coverage out there, and the ball sails out of bounds, and it couldn't have been defended any better by your senior corner, Josh Nylon. No, they were trying to set up a one-on-one situation with their quarter, their uh, wide receiver against our cornerback out there, and Josh Nylon had it covered. It wasn't a very good throw, though. Seals Grove, that two-play drive, covered seven yards. A Hollenbach, a three-yard touchdown run. Ties it up at 14-14. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. 
Second down and long. Lorson drops back. He's got some time. Roll it to his right. Gets rid of it. Defended well again by the corner on the far side after making a catch is Hess. Nyland takes him down. Short pickup. They'll make it a third down and nine again, asking this Seals Grove defense to come up with a huge play. Yep. He threw about a four-yard hitch there, and uh, there was no no yards after the catch. Nyland did a good job of making the tackle. This is where sometimes they go with the deep fade down the sideline. Danny one-on-one with Westland. They're going to roll to the right, though. Looking, look at his Lorson. Still defended well. Lorson's going to take off and run. Hit it to sidelines and bounced out of bounds. It has been short of a first down. And wow, what a defensive play by the secondary as Lorson had all day unable to find a receiver. Knocked out of bounds at the 46-yard line as looks like the Jersey Shore Bulldogs will go for it here unless they make the last second change, and it looks like they will. Now Brett Ford can run back out on the field. He was coming to the sidelines, and now Anderson will try to pin the Seals Grove Seals deep in their own territory. Fake! And it's going to go to Lorson. Rolling to his left. Being chased from behind. He'll get to the yeah. sticks and pick up the first down. Got it. Fake punt. They ended up running an, a quarterback, tailback option left on that. And Lorson didn't even have to, to pitch the ball. So he got the first down. First down. And there was some confusion. Late personnel came on the field by Jersey Shore. They pick up the first down and a crucial first down for the Bulldogs. Lorson's going to roll to his right. Got time. Now he's going to take off and run with it. Kissinger's going to get to him and knock him out of bounds. Looks like they're going to pick up maybe seven. And Derek Hicks screaming at the officials here on near side. I think he was asking for a hold on Metzger's. Lorson went around the defender. I, Metzger got turned in hard that time. I didn't see if it was a hold or not, but he did get walled inside. Handoff goes to Maliki. Straight up the middle. It looks like he'll have enough for a first down as he takes it inside the 30-yard line. No official call there. Here we go again. Is it a first down or is it a third down in inches? They're going to say third down in inches. As Lorson is in the shotgun formation, five minutes to go in the third, tied 14-14. Lorson takes it, design run. And there's going to be flags. It looked like jumping up front. Yeah. See what the preliminary call is here. Nope, they're going to say defense of all sides. Holy cow. Okay, not a, not a good penalty for the Seals. That is not good. So they're going to walk them off here, and it's going to be a first down pickup. Both teams had yep. five penalties in that first half. That's a crucial first down yeah. for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as they picked up the momentum here. Yeah, that was third and inches, and we lined up off sides and just gave them the first down. Tie game, 14-14, under five to go in the third. Lorson drops back. Another quick wide receiver screen. Throws it to Anderson, met by Danny Shock, gets away from him, and finally punished to the turf at the 21-yard line by Nyland Shock and Micaiah Showers. Anderson, tough run that time, and got away from the initial tackle by Danny Shock. Yeah, that was a very tough run by Anderson. It was a bubble screen, wide receiver screen. And he that, just he hung on. That was all for two yards. Second down and eight. Lorson rolling to his right. Going to take off and run. Hit by Teague and knocked to the turf. Some extracurricular stuff going on here near side. Vance Metzger being held up pretty good by the lineman, number 58. But the official jumped in between them. So run by, time by Lorson will make it a third down and medium for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. 
33. 33. At the Seals Grove 15-yard line. Trips to the right. Lorson drops back, rolling to his right. Going to be chased from behind. Takes off and runs and uses his strike, and he's going to pick up enough for a first down as he takes it close to the 10-yard line to the 11-yard line. <clears throat> Our defensive guys are struggling with this because they lined up with the trips right. He sprinted out like he was going to pass it, but he's, he's running the ball time and time again here, and... and our guys don't know if they should be in coverage or attacking the line of scrimmage to stop that quarterback run. <coughs> Makai Showers asking for a sub here, not able to get it, as Lorson's going to hand it off to Maliki. Straight up the middle. There's a flag on the play as Maliki crosses the goal line. There is a flag on the play. Right in the vicinity of the offensive line there, where there would be a hold, possibly. The officials are going to chit-chat. going to remind you that... Tomorrow, the number four in the country, the Nittany Lions, and undefeated Nittany Lions take on the undefeated Minnesota Gophers, a team that has the best rushing attack the Nittany Lions have seen in the Big Ten, with the Gophers averaging 204.5 yards per game on the ground. Tailgate, 10.30, kickoff at noon with Steve Jones, Jack Cam on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And they just walked 10 yards off against Jersey Shore, so that will give them a... First and 10. First and 20. First and 16, I'm sorry. Okay, first and 16 with trips to the right. Lorson drops back. Straight looking left for Weston in a deep corner. He's got a man out there. Did he make the catch? Yes, he does. Touchdown, Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Mm. Jersey Shore receiver ran a corner route and uh, just got enough separation between he and the safety that uh, Lorson threw a perfect ball in there. A, a good route that time by Westland as he's able to gather it right by the sideline, tiptoe it, get it for the touchdown. Jersey Shore answers the Seals Grove touchdown, looking to take the seven-point lead here on the extra point by Allison. Good hold, kick is up, and it sails through, and it is good. We knew Jersey Shore wasn't going to roll over, and, boy, they put a drive there together. Had a little bit of everything on that drive, including penalties, timeouts, a little everything, and they get it in the end zone for the touchdown to take the lead, 21-14, with 3.29 to go here in the third. That was a rather impressive drive. Uh, Lorson was the, the quarterback for Jersey Shore, ran the ball. He threw the ball well. That was a terrific job by him. It's time for the Seals offense to get to get with it now. They've got to get out there. And uh, they can't let this season die now. It's time for them to, to, to move the ball and get some points on the board. Westland makes his 11th touchdown reception, came in leading or second in the team and catch with 36 for 778 yards. But he gets his 11th touchdown reception, which completed a 14-play drive for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, covering 73 yards to 3 minutes and 31 seconds. The extra point good. And the Jersey Shore Bulldogs retain the lead 21 to 14 with 3.29 to go over here in the third. That's the Seals Grow Ford drive summary. I'm amazed at how quickly Jersey Shore can get to the line of scrimmage with their offense and be set with the play and get that ball into play. It's amazing how quickly they do that. And they do the very thing to regain the lead. Allison will kick this one away. It's a swift kick off an up guy. A scramble for the ball, and he'll jump on top of it. Is that Rothamall able to get to it and make sure Seals Grove keeps that possession on the swift kick? He does. Seals Grove out good field position at the 30, marking about the 32 yard line to 
see if they can answer the Jersey Shore touchdown. They trail 14-7 with 3.26 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove has to put on a drive now. We've got to keep the defense off the field and get points. First down in 10. Dean Hollenbach will dot the eye behind Ryan Almond. We're going to take the snap here. Going to give it to Hollenbach. Trying to get to the edge. Being chased. And he's going to get away from a defender. But the second guy there is able to make a stop. And that's Allison for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Maybe a pickup of one. And that's about it. But again, Jersey Shore 14-play drive. Covering 73 yards. Took 3 minutes and 31 seconds. Extra point good. And Jersey Shore leads 21-14. That's the Seals Grow Ford drive summary. Second down in long. As Beatty at center will look to snap it to Chuck, who walks up behind center now. I formation. Five receivers to each side. Chuck drops back, looking. Going to get rid of it. A deep slant for Nyland. Well over his head and falls incomplete. Yeah, good idea, but uh, it was covered. Fortunate that it just felt incomplete. The defender had it defended very well. Now, just that quickly, sets up a third down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. They haven't run a screen play. Nate Schoen's had some success with that. But right now, Nate Schoen is not in the ballgame as Dean Hollenbach will be in the backfield along with Danny Schock on a third down and a crucial play for the Seals. And the entire defense is within three yards of the line of scrimmage. Danny gets rid of it. Looking for the slant by Nyland once again, but again, Anderson defends it well. No good. Hits the turf. Falls incomplete. And Seals Grove quickly will have to punt this one back to a Jersey Shore team that just ran off a 14-play drive that took three minutes and 31 seconds, and they lead 21-14 with 2.36 to go here in the third. And Mike Ferreira is doing the right thing. When they're, they're playing everybody on the line of scrimmage like that, you throw the ball. we just got to connect on a couple of those throws, and we'll be okay. As Metzger will punt this one away. It gets away. It's a good punt. Return man will take it at the 35-yard line. It's got some speed. And it will get to the 45-yard line, maybe the 46. Don't look like the mark at the 45. Well defended that time once again as the return man, that's Dugan, caught it, took off, got to the 45. So now Jersey Shore will have great field position, leading 21-14 with 2.25 to go here in the third period of this District 4-4A championship game. Trips to the left for Tanner Lorson. Gets the snap. He's going to roll to the right. He's going to keep it. Still going to the right. Brayden Heil chasing him. Nate Schoen will push him out of bounds. A loss on the play. And again, that's a play that was very successful in week two. Seals Groves made the adjustments and defended that very well. I think the speed of Brandon Heil has been a big difference. Yeah, they're trying to run the ball to the outside. And, and Brandon Heil just, he got upfield and, and pushed it deep and and strung it strung it out to the sideline. Our, guy, our guys were able to run to it. Didn't let him start crossing lines. Deuces, wide receivers to each side. Maliki will go from the right to left. Lorson's going to go left, looking, looking. He's going to go deep. He's got a man beyond the defense. Wesleyan makes the catch. Try to outrun Teague Hoover. Underneath Teague Hoover, he's at the five, and that's where he'll be tackled. Unbelievable pattern by the uh, the Jersey Shore receiver there. It was actually a stop and go. He, he uh, went down the field about six, eight yards, planted the foot, Looked like he was going to come back, and then he just went on a go. He ran to the goal line, and the quarterback just threw it up and let him run under it. 
Quickly to the line of scrimmage to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorson rolling to his right, looking, gets rid of it, and it's not going to find the connection that time. Looking for a quick hitter to Anderson. Falls incomplete. Last time Jersey Shore was this close, they scored, but the time before that, Lorson threw an interception to Teague Hoover. Seals Grove defense looking to try to match that again, and they need to if they think that they're going to hang around this one right now. Jersey Shore in business, leading 21-14 and trying to add to it here with 2.02 to go in the third. And a second and goal from the six. So trips to the right, one wide receiver. That's Westland to the left with Brett Ford defending him. Lorson in his shotgun. He's going to keep it. He's going to be hit by Vance Metzger and taken down. After he got about a yard, it's going to be to the four-yard line. So it's going to be a third and four. Third and goal to go from the four-yard line. Can't possibly explain to you how hard it is to call a game from this angle. We're low to the field, and they're deep to the left, and we're sitting in a booth that doesn't have much, uh, you know, there's no heat. Much to it and no heat. <laughs> what a 20-degree night. Yeah. Tanner Larson takes the snap, rolling to his right. Stretching it, stretching it. Got to get rid of it. Catch is made at the goal line. Touchdown by Schaefer. Sprint out pass to the right. It, we, we strung it out very well. Receivers were covered initially. It turned into a scramble drill where their receivers just tried to find an opening, and that's exactly what happened. Tanner Larson is just a, a heads-up quarterback, seasoned veteran, and he found the receiver in the end zone. So Allison will attempt the extra point here, try to get Jersey Shore a 14-point lead with 123 to go here in the third. This one looks like it sails off to the right and no good. So a little positive there for Seals Grove. As Allison's extra point, no good, sails off to the right. So Seals Grove now trailing by 13, 27 to 14 with 123 to go here in the third period. <coughs> As Jersey Shore, back-to-back touchdowns here in the third period. Just joining us, Seals Grove trail 14-7 at halftime. Will with tie at 14-14 on a Hollenbach three-yard touchdown run after a Schaefer interception, but Weston 16-yard touchdown reception to give him a 21-14 lead, and then now Schaefer makes the catch from four yards out from senior quarterback Tanner Lorson. Lorson adds another passing touchdown to his credit on the year. He came in on the night with 25, so give him now 27 touchdown passes on the season by your senior quarterback for the Jersey Shore Bulldog. Again, that's a five-play drive for Jersey Shore, 55 yards covered on that, and 102 off the clock. The extra point, no good as Lorson was able to find Schaefer for the four-yard touchdown reception. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Swift kick taken by the up man. That's Aaron Rothamal. He's going to be pounded at the 36-yard line. That's where he'll go down. 117 to go here in the third quarter. Seals Grove now a tremendous uphill battle against a very good Jersey Shore team. Now, we need to sustain drive on this offensive series, and we've got to get points. 
So Seals Grove will bring out Hollenbach. Two wide receivers to the right. Hollenbach in the backfield with Ryan Allman in shotgun formation. Danny's going to send Nyland in motion. The snap, fake it to Nyland, drops back. Under some pressure, gets rid of it. Looking for Hollenbach. He makes an incredible athletic play on the adjustment to make the 14, 15-yard reception. It is a first down for the Seals at midfield. Yeah, Danny just threw it to Dean Hollenbach's back shoulder about uh, 10, 12 yards downfield, and, and Dean did a great job of getting around and uh, getting turned around and pulling that ball in. So it's at midfield with one minute to go here in the third. Seals grow trailing by 13. Danny drops back, looking over the middle, and almost intercepted. Just a short slant by Nyland on the inside. The safety was there. He, uh, he was ready to jump that. I think he anticipated that pattern. Just about came up with a pick, but he wasn't able to. Schaefer, who has the last touchdown for Jersey Shore, gets his sixth touchdown reception of the season. He came in with 29 catches for 368 yards and five touchdowns. He has number six on the season for the Bulldog off- offense. Second down and 10 for the Seals, trailing by 13. Danny drops back. Heavy pressure. Ball's knocked in the air and falls to the turf. Yeah, we missed about two or three guys there with our offensive line. They were, the pressure was in Danny's face immediately. He got the ball off, but it was batted right back in his face. <laughs> so it's going to be a third down and 10 for the Seals. We talked about the trouble they have on third down conversions, and mostly because they're usually third down eights and as much as third down and 12 on the average. So. Seals grows right at that point now. Third down and 10 with two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Shot gets the call. Look at a deep slant to Kant, but the receiver Guthrie broke on it, and it falls incomplete. Seals Grove will punt it away with the attempt to try to pin the Jersey Shore Bulldogs deep in their own territory and give it back to an offense that's just got done completing a five-play drive to score. Before that, they had a 14-play drive. So Jersey Shore is doing a terrific job running man coverage right now. They're jumping all the short stuff, and they're taking away those short throws with their, with their defensive backs. Always looking for Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidates. Looking for one here late in the third, and this is going to be the worst punt by Metzger all season as it bounces at the 37-yard line. The return man picks it up, and he's going to return it to the 39-yard line, and Metzger upset with himself, and more so because he's not done any of that all season long. This one goes off the bat kick, and it gives... Jersey Shore, great field position at their own 39-yard line. And Wyatt Metzger is a competitor. He, yeah, boy, he does not like doing that. So you're giving a, an offense the ball back, leading by 13, late here in the third period. And now you're asking a defense to try to come up with a stop here. Oscar Machado in the game, number 81 for the Seals, playing the right linebacker position. Trips to the left. Handoff goes to Maliki. Spins off a defender, still going. It's going to be knocked down by Brett Four as he's going to pick up about three yards, also helped by Teague Hoover. How many do they give him there? Just about two maybe as yeah, he crosses maybe. the 40-yard line. He was hit by Wyatt Metzger on the line of scrimmage. He popped out, and uh, we were able, the rest of the defense, we had to run him down before he got to the Seals sidelines. <coughs> they do just give him two, but that's going to be the final play of the third quarter. A third quarter that's all Seals Grove scored to tie it up 14-14, but 
The Jersey Shore Bulldogs have run on, run off two unanswered touchdowns. They lead at the end of the third, 27-14. We'll flip sides of the field. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Wado Chiropractic. Spinal decompression therapy can help you recover from disc-related pain, leg pain, mechanical back pain, and sciatica. If you've been injured in a car accident at work, at home, or on the field, call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600. Or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. We'll help you recover naturally. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. We move into the fourth quarter, but before that starts, when it led on Eagle 107, Lynn Hall will help you through your workday. But the second half of the 107-minute Superset Lunchtime with Lynn will keep you entertained all on Eagle 107. Appreciate all the listeners home. It's freezing cold here, so you get the luxury of sitting at home and listening to the game in the warm confines of wherever you may be, but we're glad you're tuning in here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. But Seals Grove goes into the fourth quarter, trailing by 13 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Winner here advanced to the opening round of the state playoffs. Lorson rolling to his right, looking back to his left. He's got some room, now gets rid of it, and the ball slammed into his face by junior defensive tackle Nate Jones. Uh, good coverage by our defense. Uh, uh, the quarterback was looking downfield, was not able to find an open receiver, and it gave Nate Schoen just enough time to get up in his face and get bat the ball down. Need a lot more of that here. Nate Schoen able to get to him. Mm-hmm. Looking across that offensive line, Nick Schaefer has interception here tonight. As Nate Schoen moves to the defensive tackle position, Vance Metzger moves to the inside to the nose guard position. As Lorson rolling to his right, looking, looking to pass. Turns it up underneath. Gets hit by Teague Hoover, and he's going to be knocked to the turf. See what the former momentum they give him here to about the 43-yard line. So defense comes up big with the stop here. So Anderson will come and what appeared to be the punt this way. They do have one fake punt on the night that was successful for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, but you don't think that that's in the cards here. Anderson gets the good punt. We'll get this one away. His best punt of the night will be taken by Nyland in the middle of the hash. Going up the right side. Spins. The senior takes it just short of the 30-yard line to the 29-yard line. Seals Grove take over there. First down and 10. Trailing by 13 with 11.08 to go in the ball game. Winner will claim district gold. Seals Grove right now. Big uphill battle down by 13. Down to I-13, but it's time to get that offense rolling now. We're keeping an eye on the Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week as we are featuring the 10-1 Montoursville Warriors against the 7-4 Warrior run defenders. But last report, Montoursville was having no trouble with the defenders. We're into the Wildcat. And this handoff is going to go to Hollenbach. Nope, to Ryan Almit from Nate Schoen to Ryan Almit. <clears throat> and Almond will get a few, we'll get about five, so good run that time, second down and five. Basically, just an inside zone left, looked like a fullback dive, but uh, Nate Schoen was running quarterback that time, handed it to Ryan Almond. Some confusion as they make the call here, going to have a little urgency here. 
plenty of time if they can put a drive here. Nate Jones, a quarterback again. Wildcat. Takes a step. Fakes like he's going to run. Look at Dean. Got a man if you can get it to him, but he can't. He's going to be taken to the turf. Now. Why Metzger had got beyond the defense for a second, but again, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs able to get in there and take Nate Schoen down. I, I, I like the intention of that play. Nate uh, Schoen got the snap, stepped up like he was going to run the ball, and then stood up, and the receivers looked like they were wide open. If he could have gotten it off, we just did not have enough protection for him to throw that ball. And Nate Schoen has a heck of an arm. We were watching him throw before the game. Third baseman on the state championship team for the Seals Grove Seals, but now they're forcing a third down at 15. Danny's in his shotgun, gets the snap. Got to get rid of it. Right into Anderson's hands. He's up the left sideline. He's not going to be stopped. This is going to be returned. Pick six. And we might have just seen the Smoky Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That had to be the one. I agree. <laughs> he was looking to the right, threw it into double coverage. Two defenders out there. Anderson easily able to make that interception and turns it back the other way. Anderson takes it in for the touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldog defense. He tried to force it in there a little bit. Uh, the receiver was there, but uh, it was it – was, it, we're in a situation right now where we're trying to make things happen, and uh, it's unfortunate. Allison will attempt the extra point here. He kicks it. Knuckleballer sails through. And it's actually no good. So second in a row that Allison unable to make the extra point there. But the Jersey Shore Bulldogs now extend their lead to 33-14 to 14 over the Sealands Grove Seals. And just amazing how quickly this game's turned. We were at 14-14. And the third quarter was 7.06 to go. And Dean Hollenbach had the touchdown run. But just like that, very good Jersey Shore Bulldog team. Has back to back to back touchdowns and now lead 33 to 14. You, you, you do have to give Jersey Shore credit. Uh, they they look impressive right now. They they have athletes that are just tremendous football players. And uh, Hunt, Tanner Larson is is an incredible quarterback. <coughs> and that's the, the credit that's due. And we call it as we see it. And like you said, Dave, what, during one of the commercial breaks and uh, acknowledge that we knew that coming in and everybody that has followed this Jersey Shore team over the last you know six or seven years have realized that Tom Gravish put a team together that's uh, going to be around for quite some time they they're producing these guys they've had good quarterbacks over the last couple years and boy this Tanner Orson is one of the the better ones I've seen ever to lace them up for Jersey Shore yeah coach Gravish has this uh, Jersey Shore team on a roll they are moving they're moving forward they're a good football team a 35-yard interception return by Anderson gives the Jersey Shore Bulldogs the 33-14 lead. Swift kick. Up man's going to take it again up the right sideline to be tackled. Balls on the turf. There's a scramble for it. Be picked up by Schaefer off the ground. Run over Maliki and then be tackled at the 30. Six-yard line, Seals Grove take over first down and 10 at the 36-yard line. <clears throat> Fortunate that, uh, you know, the ball popped out and uh, and Nick Schaefer was there to scoop it up. Now, he's he's an offensive tackle, and he's run the ball twice tonight. He had it's a pick and a, and a scoop and uh, a run. And he's played tight end in his career as well, so... So he has handled the ball. And he's made it, tried to make the most of that one. He was going to scoop it up and see if he could make something out of it. And mm-hmm. Seals Grove fortunate to have the possession here. 
Late personnel onto the field. Danny in the shotgun formation as he sees the Seals trailing 33 to 14. Two wide receivers to the left. Danny under heavy pressure. Going to try to take off and run, and he's going to be hit. And there's a flag there's on the play flag. as gonna, well. They're going to get us for a hold or something right there on the line of scrimmage. Hey, coming up after the game, stick around as we'll bring you the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show for you. We had updated scores on other playoff action. We'll get the final stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Dave will make his way down on the field and uh, have a conversation with Derek Hicks and see if he can get a couple players as well, all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show. As this is going to be a penalty that's going to go against the Sealers Grove Seals and Seals Grove had tied it up 14-14 and had gained some momentum, but Jersey Shore is uh, good, and uh, they're able to bounce back in a big way, and boy, they lead 33-14 with 9-21 to go in this title game. Shotgun for Danny. He's going to drop back. He's going to be hit go down. Mm. He'll be hit by Seacrest. And, boy, in the NFL, that's a flag. That is a flag because he got hit in a very vulnerable position. He was down around the knees. I, it, I thought he lost the knee there for a second, but he's okay. He's up and moving around. But the the, the protection that, that Danny uh, is getting at quarterback, it's, it's falling apart. Uh, the offensive line's got to get their act together here and start protecting him a little bit better. Bach continues to run at 8.45 to go in the game. See Nate shown here on the sideline. The backfield, Hollenbach, Ryan Alm at the fullback. All the players looking at their wristbands to get the call here. Here comes Jersey Shore. This is going to go to Hollenbach. He runs into an orange wall and driven to the turf. Number 57 making the stop, and that's Peacock, Carter Peacock, just a sophomore, 6'1", 230 pounds. Good hit. And no chance. Just try to just try to run basically a tailback dive right there. It's the inside zone run, and it was just it was caved in before uh, before the running back even got to the line of scrimmage. Coming up on eight minutes to go in this one. Seals Grove seeing their season slip away here at Thompson Street Stadium again in the to the hands of the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Danny gets the snap, throws it out. Brett Ford makes the catch, but he is just thrown to the turf by Guthrie. Brett ran a, a little short hitch, about a four-yard hitch. Uh, nice throw by Dan. He threw it on a rope. It was uh, stuck him right in the chest. Great job. Uh, he was not able to, on that kind of a, a hitch where you get down about four or five yards, turn back to the inside. As you catch the ball, you want to try to get outside and get upfield, but he wasn't able to. No yards after the catch on that, on that uh, throw. So fourth down, and they're calling it 30. So Metzger will have to punt the ball for the Seals Grove Seals. He gets the punt, gathers himself, and gets rid of it. Knuckleballer. Be taken by Anderson. Fair catch right at midfield. So see how Jersey Shore handles this one. Now a week ago when they were up 51 to 19 on the Chickalemi Braves, they took no prisoners and go ahead and put three more touchdowns on the board. See what they do here as they lead 33 to 14. Now, plenty of time, seven minutes left on the clock. But Georgia Shore is on all cylinders right now as they have back-to-back-to-back touchdowns. The last one came on a 35-yard interception return by Anderson. Trips to the left. Man goes in motion to Schaefer. Lorson's going to keep it straight at the middle. 
right through the defense, still going inside the 20, down to the 15-yard line goes Tanner Lorson. Boy, you're trying to make a state run. I don't know if I'm going to let my quarterback, but, hey, that's the way you coach it. I've never won a high school football game in my life, but I just don't want something freak to happen to your all-everything senior quarterback as he got punished at the end of that run. And that looked like, that looked to me like it was a design quarterback draw. Yeah, yeah, and it was an impressive run, but, man, oh, man, that is a little little dangerous at this point with a number one quarterback. Trips to the right this time for Jersey Shore. Pitch is going to go to Maliki. Underneath the would-be tackler, and he's going to be taken down at the 15-yard line. Kissinger makes the stop along with Vance Metzger and Ryan Almit. Second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Just a little toss right, but they couldn't get outside. Our outside backer, Scotty Kissinger, got it, uh, got it turned back in, and the pursuit was able to get there on that one. Letting the clock run, play clock at 18 for Larson. Going to take the snap, fakes the Blicky. He's going to run with another design run by your senior quarterback. And a flag's going to come out and be thrown there. Get a chance to remind you that tonight after our postgame show, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Sean, best in the biz, sticking around. Stick around, and he will get you all updated on the other games going on around the Valley, plus highlights from tonight's game and more that Sean carries. He brings you the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 in the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. There's going to be a penalty against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Holding. They're going to stay with the trips to the right. Maliki alone back in the backfield, and wouldn't be surprised if Lorson looks to throw it here. It's second and 20 right now. Weston up on the left-hand side. He is looking to throw to Weston. Deep in the corner once again. Weston goes up, knocked away by Brent Ford. Defensively played well by Brent Ford, the junior cornerback. Beautiful job. That was a a post-corner route. Receiver went downfield, broke toward the goalpost, and then again planted the inside foot and broke to the quarter of the end zone. And Brett Floor was not fooled at all. He ran step for step with him, went up, perfect timing, batted the ball out before he could get to the ball, before that ball could get to the receiver. Great job by Brett Floor. So it's a third down and long for Jersey Shore, and there's going to be some movement up front. As officials chit-chat about that, tomorrow the number four and undefeated Penn State Nittany Lions take on the undefeated Minnesota Gophers, a team that has the best rushing attack the Nittany Lions have seen in the Big Ten with the Gophers averaging over 204 yards per game on the ground. Tailgate, 10.30, kickoff new with Steve Jones, Jack Ham on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It's another five-yard walk-off for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Lorson's going to take off and run once again. Teague Hoover takes him, his legs out. He's going to fall to the turf, and Lorson's going to be slow to get off the turf at about the 26-yard line. And, and boy, we all coach things differently, but wow. Yeah. I, I don't want him even being near another tackle the and, rest of the way. And this is a physical game. Our kids are hitting hard. He is getting he is getting hit. And Seals are going to have nothing to lose now. So no. they're, they're trying to finish this season off with the best hit they've had all season. And yeah. clean hit, obviously. obviously. You know, they're not going to want to do it. But, man, I just wouldn't want to make my quarterback vulnerable. You're trying to make a state run, and I think this team could win a couple games in the States. I, You know what? They're good. This is a good football team for the short. You're right. I think they could. 
Thorson to drop back under some pressure. Now going to take off and run once again. Going to be hit by Ryan Almit and stopped there outside of the 15-yard line. Well short of a first down. Five minutes to go. And now Allison will come out and try a field goal here. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's first down seals. That was fourth I'm sorry. down. Sorry, turnover on downs. That was fourth down. and So a turnover on downs for the Seals Grove Seals. They trail 33-14 with 4.59 to go in the game. Jersey Shore in command here. We talked about coming in that Tanner Lorson was the spotlighted player, and he has not disappointed. She has two rushing touchdowns on the night and picked up big play after big play, along with a defensive interception to return for a touchdown by Anderson, and it gives Seelands Grove a deficit that's going to be Unmanageable as they trail 33-14 and Seals Grove season will come to an end here at Thompson Street Stadium. Be a long off season again for the Seals Grove Seals as they try to regroup. They do have a lot coming back, but just like Seals Grove break program, they're going to lose a lot of seniors that they're going to have to fill big shoes as they look forward to the 2020 season. 425 to go in the game. 33-14 lead for the Bulldogs. Ryan Allman moved. That's going to be a five-yard walk-off. Again, you want to stick around after the game. Dave will make his way down on the field and check in with headband coach Derek Kicks. Maybe get a couple players and we'll get the final stats. And recognize the seniors as they're making their final appearance on a high school football field as a Seal and Grove Seal here tonight at Thompson Street Stadium. Penalty against Ryan Allmitt. Seal and Grove will stay in the eye formation. Danny Schock takes a snap, gives it to Hollenbach, trying to get to the edge. Hit by Dugan and then finished off by some interior linemen for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Yeah, we'll we give are four a minute to the 10 yard line. We are not getting to those linebackers right now. Uh, Dawson Seacrest is just all over everything right now. Came in with almost 12 tackles on average per game. Also led the team in tackles for loss. 340 to go in the game. Third and 17. Seals Grove trailing 33 to 14. Dean Hollenbach gets the call. Second level. Showing some speed. Tackled beyond the 20-yard line out to the 25-yard line. Senior Dean Hollenbach trying to add to his career numbers, but it's going to be short of first down, so the punt team will jog out and put this one away. And that was a lead left. Um, Ryan Amit led, and uh, Dean Hollenbach went right up the middle. And nice gain on that, just not enough for first down. Ended up with about a fourth and one. Two, fourth and two. So as Metzger will punt this one away, it would be Dugan and Anderson will wait for the Metzger punt. Gets it away, line drive kick between the return guys, and it will be stopped down at the 37-yard line. We've enjoyed the marching band all season long, the cheerleaders braving the elements as well to do their very best to cheer on the crowd and the Seals Grove football program. So kudos to the band and the cheerleaders along with the Seals Grove Seals football team. They allow us to do something we enjoy, and that's covered on the radio 
And our, our band has been end. fantastic all year. Our band has won every game. Uh, we, we've beaten every band in the land. They beat our, the, they've won every turf war. Everyone. Everyone. I, I love our band. They're doing a great job. And they're still playing with a lot of heart here on the right. Yes, they are. They're having fun. All the bleachers in front of us. Tanner Larson turns. There's a fumble. Hits the turf. And it'll be jumped on top of by the Seals Grove Seals at the 45-yard line as Teague Hoover will make the fumble recovery and acknowledge it's a first down for the Seals Grove Seals. Jersey Shore was just trying to end the season by running the ball up the middle and, and burning the clock, and uh, the ball rolled out before the running back even got there. So, Seals ball. And when this one goes 0-0-0, we'll get down on the field. And when we leave Thompson Street Stadium, I move into my new role, assistant coach on the girls basketball team. We're going to be coaching with Ashley Kolak and also Tanya Hatter. And we'll take over the program, the junior high program, covered by Ryan Bettle and Jamie Shumbuck. And and we're looking, looking forward, forward to seeing that. And I'll be there to critique you. <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to do anything else. As Danny Shock throws, it's going to be intercepted by Guthrie and slammed to the turf by Josh Nyland. But, again, I, I look forward to... Going to the indoor sport, to basketball, and, and oh, coach yeah. it along as, uh, as Coach Kolak and I take over the program. First year for us, we had a lot of summer stuff. Looking forward to getting the girls out there and getting them working. When you talk about uh, Emma Atwood and Lizzie Deal, along with Sierra Adams, Avery DeFazio, Lexi Gabrielson, Christian Schaefer, sorry, Caitlin Schaefer. Just looking forward to having an opportunity to coach you. you. Have a great, great group of girls. You have a lot of great kids there, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to watch. Handoff goes to the deep man, and uh, there's going to be a flag on the play. Also, Liv Reichley, she's playing field hockey, so we won't see her for a little bit as he oh, yeah. continues the field hockey team and also the boys' soccer team. Big matchups. They what? As they're they're, they're making their move in the state playoffs. So good luck to the boys' soccer team and also the uh, the field hockey team. Uh, for the Seals Grove Seals. Field hockey got, what, their 15th uh, district title in a row? Is that right? That's, that's what they said. Some insane number. To... That's, that's incredible, isn't it? What a field hockey program we have at Seals Grove. It's another thing we should be so proud of. As there's some chit-chat going on by the referees, and they're talking to Derek here on the near sidelines, and 2.28 to go in this game, wrapping up things here, and... Again, you'll stick around. Uh, we'll give you final stats from this one and run down now, taking a look at it. When you look at the seniors, Christian Kant's playing his final game along with Josh Nyland. Izzy Showers, who got hurt, but he continues to hang around and be a great support to this program. Senior for the Seals Grove Seals, Wyatt Metzger. Dean Hollabach, great game against Midwest a week ago with a three-touchdown performance. Micaiah Showers, what a linebacker he developed oh, into in yes. the program for the Sealings Grove Seals. Yep. Also, Nick Klein, a senior for the Sealings Grove Seals. Nick Schaefer, he'll remember that interception for a long, long time, even though it's going to come and a loss to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. But, Nick, you'll talk about that with your grandkids someday. Yeah. How you had the interception in the district championship game. Trey Bainey battling through injuries. A lot of guts coming from that senior. Mike, Michael Mall as well as the seniors playing their final game as a Seals Grove Seal. Malecki gets the call, and Wyatt Metzger right on cue, slamming Malecki to the turf. 
Nothing there right at the 40-yard line as Derek continues to make his call to his defense. And let's not forget Oscar Macharo. Oscar Macharo, absolutely. Oscar has done a great job. Every time he gets on the field, he makes a play. It's as soon as if, 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 it seems like all year long when Oscar go on the field, you'd call his name. And I appreciate you saying that because the, the roster I had was from the beginning of the season. and <laughs> They did not have Oscar on there. And Oscar, big contributor on the special teams and making the most, as you say, Dave, every time he's on the field. This is going to go to... See Chris, and he's got nothing going on all the left side. Nate shown in on the stop along with senior Micaiah Showers. Micaiah Showers, yeah. Solid hit by Micaiah. You know, you love watching the development of these guys. Remember Micaiah Showers making his debut wearing number 48, if I'm not mistaken. He started with 48, and then he switched numbers or 49. or It definitely wasn't 54 when he first <laughs> Came on the scene. I'll have to check on that, but he had a different number, and then he switched. And one year, everybody was switching numbers. Ryan, I called the games. I didn't know what anybody numbers were. Everybody was wearing. <laughs> That'd be tough. Schaefer used to wear 12. and That'd be a little confusing. So, but again, we appreciate the seniors in the program. And there's another fumble on the play, but it looks like Jersey Shore will jump on top of it. Yeah. Under 50 seconds to go in this one. Seals Grove's going to come up short. They had cut it to a Seven-point lead. Actually, a tie to make it 14-14, but unable to keep Jersey Shore out of the end zone. And then Anderson makes the interception, returned to 35 yards, and that's the difference here. Seals Grove's going to fall 33-14 to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They'll have to run one Just more play. One more snap, yep. We'll bring you the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame, which will include Dave down on the field, stats by Zach Showers, or final analysis, and then we send it away. We want, want to wish Jersey Shore success in the state playoffs, representing District 4, 4A, and representing uh, the Hack 1. So the celebration begins on the far side for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. As they'll have to run one more play, just 11 seconds left on the clock. It looks like they're going to punt this one away. And it will be punt away by Anderson as Brett Ford looks to take it off the turf. He says, "What? why not? One more run. Nope, he kneels down. Brett Ford is the point guard on the basketball team. He'll turn his focus to his second sport as other guys as will as well, wrestlers and everything. So, Seals, congratulations on a good season. Good luck to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs with three seconds left on the clock. Seals Grove will kneel down here, and the Jersey Shore Bulldogs will collect the gold medal as Seals Grove will come up with the silver, and there is a flag on the play, so nothing ever ends easy. As it will be a penalty against the Seals Grove Seals, and knowing Gravis, he'll take the penalty. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> and we've, yeah, we've had quite a few penalties this year. Appreciate the fan base as well. Making the trip here to Thompson Street Stadium on a sub-30 degree night. What, what what they're they're walking so many yards off that, that I don't know if I can even see the team that anymore. was the longest penalty I think I ever saw in my I don't even know what they called I didn't see a signal must have been a personal foul penalty again. it had to be and Gravis took the penalty <laughs> he took it <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna take it to the gold medal 3.4 seconds left there's gonna be one more snap and this game is over 
Danny Schock will come up under center. Next time we see Danny on football field, he'll be a junior for the Seals yes, Grove Seals. They'll kneel down, and that's the end of the game. The Seals Grove Seal fall to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 33 to 14. Stick around for the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show as the teams will meet at midfield for the traditional handshake. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. Seals Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seals Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seals Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all Seals throughout your career from Seals Grove Ford at the bridge in Seals Grove. Go Seals! You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Mix and match your favorite two-for-four-dollar super snack with cheeseburger, small sundae, pretzel sticks with zesty queso, and soft drink. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals. Go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. We are Eagle 107. Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sean Carey with you in studio. Jersey Shore wins their second consecutive District 4 Quad A title as they defeat Seals Grove tonight at Thompson Street Stadium by a score of 33-14. to Jersey Shore's opponent next week in the first round of states will be Bishop Shanahan. Tonight they shut out Upper Moreland 35 to nothing in the District 1 Quad A title game. In the District 4 AAA semifinals tonight, Montoursville with an easy one over Warrior Run, 54-12. to Warrior Run coming off that win last week over Lewisburg, their first ever playoff win in the 61-year history of Warrior Run football. And Loyal Sock hung on to defeat Central Columbia. Columbia 21 to 13. Good stretch of that game tonight. Loyal Sock was leading only by a score of 7 to nothing. Tomorrow night, the District 4 AA semifinals will take place. Southern Columbia, number one in the state, will host number five seed North Penn Mansfield. And in the other AA semifinal up in the northern tier, Troy will entertain the Mount Carmel area Red Tornadoes. Both of those games will be tomorrow night at 7. And the Muncie Indians have won their second straight District 4 Quad A title. They hung on to defeat Canton this evening at Canton. Canton was the number one seed. Muncie over Canton, 23-19. to 19. It's time for the Seals postgame show, sponsored by Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Yeah, that would be a lot better. I'm the one to go, though, okay? Welcome back to Thompson Street Stadium. As we've just seen, the Seal and Grove Seals fall to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 33-14. As Coach Derek Hicks has his team huddled up as he talks to his team for the last time here in the 2019 season. Again, fall into the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Good Jersey Shore Bulldog team. 33-14. Jersey Shore improves to 9-3. And as heard Sean say, they'll take on Bishop Shanahan next week. Seals Grove falls to seven and five and they'll start their preparation for the 2020 season again recognizing the seniors playing their last game we talked about oscar macharo but also we got michael mall playing his final game as the seals grow seals trey baney 
Uh, Nick Schaefer, and again, he had an interception here tonight. Nick Klein, Makai Showers, seniors playing their final game. Dean Hollenbach, and you go right up the roster and look at, at Isaiah Showers. How about Aiden Pryor? Aiden Pryor, Josh Nylon, Christian Kantz, all playing their final game as the Seals Grove Seal. And what a yeah. great group of fine young yep. men. Go through the program in the right way, get an opportunity to get a district championship. They do come up short here tonight, again, to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 33-14. to 14. Our Smokey Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Man, this game was tied up 14-14 at one point. Jersey Shore faced with a third down and long, and they decide to go with the fake punt. Goes right to Lorson as Lorson was the up man. It goes to Lorson. He gets up. The, he gets the first down just enough. Seals Grove would go on and get the touchdown, and that is the Shemokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokadam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Taking a look at the scoring recap here, the Georgia Shore Bulldogs will get on the board first on a Lorson one-yard run with 10:21 to go in the first quarter. That completed a five-play drive covering 77 yards. The extra point good, and Jersey Shore led 7-0. Brett Ford would come back with his first punt return touchdown, covering 31 yards, taking 4 minutes and 20, or it came at 4 minutes and 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. The extra point good, we're all knotted up at 7-7. But Lorison would come back with a 4-yard touchdown run with just 44 seconds to go in the first quarter, completing a 7-play drive, 82 yards, taking a minute and 56 seconds, the extra point good, and it was... 14 to 7 lead for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. That would be the score at the end of the first quarter and at the end of the first half. Seals River come back. Dean Hollenbach would get his fourth rushing touchdown of the night of the season. It's first on the night. A three-yard run with 7.06 to go in the third period. That was just a two-play drive. That was after the Nick Schaefer interception. Extra point good. And at that point, we were not at 14-14. But then Westland would get a 16-yard reception from Lorson with 3.29 to go, completing a 14-play drive, covering 73 yards, taking three minutes and 31 seconds. The extra point good. And Jersey Shore, we get a seven-point lead at that point, 21-14. to 14. But then Schaefer come back would get a touchdown reception from Lorson with 123 to go in the third. Five-play drive covering 55 yards. Took a minute and two seconds. The extra point no good, but Jersey Shore led 27 to 14. That would be the score at the end of the third quarter. But Seals Grove would throw an interception pick six to Owen Anderson. He took it 35 yards up the left sideline with 9.45 to go in the game. Extra point no good. And that would be the margin of victory as Jersey Shore would win 33-14 over the Jersey Shore Bulldog. The silver medals being passed out to the Seals Grove Seals as they fall to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs here 33-14 as we're bringing you the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show here from Thompson Street Stadium as Dave will make his way down on the field and get a chance to talk to the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, 
Derek Hicks, the coaching staff, congratulating the effort of all the SEALs as they find themselves fall to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. As is Zach working on the stats here. And why Dave makes his way down on the field to catch up with Derek Hicks. Let's take our final break of the Service Electric Cablevision postgame show. And then we'll wrap things up here from Thompson Street Stadium with the stats and the interview. Seals Grove Falls to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 33-14. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 1-7 and Eagle1-7.com. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. Aubrey Alexander Toyota on the strip in Sealands Grove accepts all credit. Aubrey Alexander Toyota has a 99% approval rating, over 25 lending institutions with on-the-spot financing, zero down monthly payments, payments starting at $149 a month, vehicles starting as low as $59.88 with a warranty. We have over 150 pre-owned vehicles to choose from and service after the sale that's second to none. Aubrey Alexander Toyota is the place to be. Aubrey Alexander Toyota on the strip in Sealands Grove. Remember, tell them Johnny sent you. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track Henny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees Eagle 107. Electric Cable Vision post game show. Let's go right down on the field to Coach Davis. Coach, any final thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a lot, but you know, it's like credit to them. I mean, Tanner Larson is a one-man show for them. That kid had a heck of a night. You know, the fake punt, I think, was the nail, kind of the nail in the coffin. Uh, we lost contain, and uh, that, that kind of flipped the, the momentum and flipped the game. And I don't know how many, how much of their offense he accounted for tonight, but it had to be almost all of it. I mean, that, that kid, he, he had a night, and uh, he won the game for him. Hey, uh, Coach, I couldn't agree more. He was unreal. One thing I will say for the Seals tonight, I thought the effort was there. I thought they brought it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, defense battled, and uh, Dean Hollenbach came in, broke a big run, got some momentum for us. Uh, we talked before the game, you know, special teams. We thought we had the advantage, and, uh, you know, nice nice return there. Nick Schaefer, what a what a pick uh, out of a D lineman. So effort was there. The kids were flying to the ball. But, you know, they're tired. They're beat up. And I certainly could never fault this team's effort tonight. No, I couldn't either, Coach. I thought they did a, they did a terrific job in terms of really leaving it all here in the field. Coach, uh, I know that a lot of people sure wouldn't wouldn't ask a question like this right now, but I'm going to because I know how you work. What's next? 
What's next is, uh, you know, may, maybe we'll give, we'll give the kids a week here, uh, but they're already, some of the young guys are already going, we're lifting Monday, right? Uh, so, you know, you gotta love the attitude, and, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll get the gear collected, which is always hard. You hate to say goodbye to the seniors, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, we'll, we'll turn the page, and, uh, we'll, we'll hit the weight room. We'll come back bigger, stronger, faster, and better. Music to my ears, coach. God bless you. Good luck, coach. All right, thank you. Thanks. Thanks from down on the field. Thanks from down on the field. Dave checking in with Coach Derek Hicks. And, the, uh, again, a congratulatory gold medals going to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs as they win this one tonight over the Seals Grove Seals, 33-14 to to win district gold. Going to take a look at the stats here as we wrap up the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show from Thompson Street Stadium with Seals Grove falling 33-14. to Looking at team numbers, uh, Seals Grove in it, which is four first downs, 87 yards rushing, 55 yards passing for a total of 142 yards of offense for the Seals Grove Seals. For the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 16 first downs, 156 yards rushing, 271 yards passing for a total offensive effort of 427 yards. Both teams struggled from the penalties. Combined 20 penalties between these two teams. Seals Grove 9 for 105. The Jersey Shore Bulldogs 11 for 85. And the turnover bug crept up on both teams as well. Seals Grove 2 interception, 2 fumbles. While the Jersey Shore Bulldogs threw 3 interception and had 1 fumble. Seals Grove scored on a Brett 4, 31-yard punt return. Big play there in the game. Also, Seals Grove ended up with three interceptions. Hoover, Nyland, and Schaefer. Nyland led the team interceptions here in 2019. Schaefer's 35-yard interception return touchdown for the uh, for the um, Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And as you heard Dave said, that was a nail in the coffin. It was also our Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Taking a look at the final numbers individually. First for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs Lorson, 20 for 34, 271 yards passing, two touchdowns and three interceptions. His main receivers here tonight, Weston, seven catches, 160 yards and a touchdown. Hess, five catches for 70 yards. Anderson, six catches for 37 yards. And Schaefer, one catch, but it went for a touchdown for the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. In the rushing department, Lorson. 24 carries, 125 yards. Maliki, 14 carries, 30 yards. Seacrest, three carries, just two yards, and he had a fumble on the night. For the Seals Grove Seals individually in the rushing department, Hollebach, 10 carries, 75 yards. Nate Schoen, nine carries, eight yards. Danny Schock, six carries, four yards. And the passing department, Danny Schock, eight for 23, 55 yards. He threw two interceptions. Receivers tonight, Metzger two catches, Kantz two, Hollenbach one, Brett four two, and Nyland just one catch for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, Seals Grove falls to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs 33-14 to as we're bringing you the Service Electric Cablevision postgame show from Thompson Street Stadium. Dave, we're going to wrap things up here for 2019. You're back up from checking in with Coach Derek Kicks and uh, not only analysis of uh, kind of final words on this one, but the season as well as the Seals Grove Seals wrap up the 2019 season, falling to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, 
Kochek, uh, I, I thought he, he summed it up pretty well. He's, he's a big gay Jersey Shore credit. He, they're a good football team. Hunter Larson had a heck of a night. Uh, and, and I like his uh, I like his his message his final message. The kids are dying to get in the weight room. Uh, they're 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 going to come back next year bigger, faster, stronger. Hey, let's 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 build this program. Uh, and I, I'm completely for it. I, I love I love that attitude with these kids. That's what Seals Grove Seals will do. Exactly how you explained it, and Derek explained it to you from down on the field. The focus will turn to the 2020 season for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, I want to wish the Jersey Shore Bulldogs success in the state playoffs. Make a nice run and represent District 4, 4A uh, for all of us, including the Seals Grove Seals. Well, that's going to wrap up the season and also wrap up Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. As uh, I want to thank Eagle 107's coverage of the Seals Grove Seals. A final score, Seals Grove Falls to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, 33-14. For Zach Showers, our stack guys, Sean Carey, our producer, and Dave Hess. This is Pat O'Brien saying thank you for joining us for tonight's Seals Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Next up, scores and highlights from across the region with this, with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night. But I do want to say one more thing. Sorry, Sean, I'm going to break from the – Dave, thank you for joining us. Oh, first, first season through, tremendous yep. job, rookie going in. But you're a seasoned vet now. We appreciate you joining us here on the broadcast, and hopefully you and I can spend a lot more Friday nights together. Well, thanks, Pat. I, and I still feel like a rookie, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, with, a, with an old pro like you, man, you're, you are the best. You know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to do what I can here. But uh, this is a, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. I love being around the Seals Grove football team again. It's just, it's just it's, it revives me. You know, it's, yeah. it's been away, away four years, so it's nice. Well, appreciate you, Dave. Obviously, being on the broadcast and look forward to 2020 where we get this thing going again but also want Absolutely. to thank thank my wife Teresa Murphy that let me uh, you know kind of venture off on these Friday nights and enjoy what I do this is my completes my 22nd season to cover high school football and uh, it never gets old and we look forward to 2020 so thank you Murphy thank you Teresa for uh, all your support and allowing me to run off and be a kid here on uh, Eagle 107 Eagle107.com and Dave, we have uh, good ladies at home, and uh, we appreciate we their support. Yeah, I'd like to thank Cindy. I, and I've thanked Cindy so many times over the years. She has been such a football widow for so many years. It's just, just been unreal. But, and she has she has tolerated this year once again. She's a trooper. So, again, I know we're getting away from the script and everything going on here, but, uh, you know, we just get opportunity to do this, and we know we have the support. As I'm going to hand the mic over to Zach and let him, uh, he might have somebody that he might want to thank as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to thank my wife, Alicia, for, again, letting me come out here every week, I think 10th year, um, and especially this year, staying at home with a 13, 14, and 15-month-old running around. So I know she's looking forward. She's a big Seals fan, but she's looking forward to me being back home and spending some time with my son. So thank you, Alicia, and thank you, Trey, for letting Daddy come out and uh, do stats and have some fun on Friday nights. Our future Seal at home and uh, enjoying listening to the broadcast, I'm sure. So, again, thank you to our wives, and uh, we're going to wrap up things and do this once again. For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Sean Carey, producer, and Dave Hess, this is Pat O'Brien saying thank you for joining us for Seals Football and Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Good night.